listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Favorite Nation Narman Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on the many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battleford Hobbies because Hammy turned the big six oh. If oh, nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out Dice of War, our dice sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bust or autobahns to go too fast on, then also head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our awesome terrain sponsor. Terrain, terrain. If you would like to contribute to this continued fad cross-check of a podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link in the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Duncan, dry as a brush, Gosling. God, it's so hot. It's not even <laughs> summer yet. I hate my life. And Lee, big and boomy, Parnell. Big and boomy. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 94, the one where Mike Everest puts frontline terrain kids through college. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Yeah, as to previously um, put in Victoria, Victoria's... Um, <laughs> Sorry, his, miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, um, he is the, the sort that they're um, money, money giver for the, for the hobby community, as it were. Yeah. Yes, the, the, the nouveau patron of uh, Frontline Terrain, Mr. Everest. <laughs> yeah. If there's a bunker to bust. <laughs> he will go too far on. <laughs> yeah. He will buy five of them, yes. <laughs> a whole street of bunkers. <laughs> street it's like, yeah it's more like a berlin thing i guess but it's uh... yeah, yeah, there you go anyway sorry um <laughs> got a weird tangent there um yeah so tonight we are be going over internet famous where we'll be um thanking our current current patrons mm-hmm. um we'll be talking about what we've been painting in faces bases we'll be talking about what we've been playing including our big big barn splash sploosh sploosh um in news from the front um, we'll then answer our patrons' questions and officer answers, and then we'll be um, doing events and shooting and scootering. Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, internet famous. So yeah, we haven't I... got any new patrons this week. Boo. We have our current batch who are something. <laughs> yay! <laughs> Boo! Yay! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were having a good chat the other day again. It was a. Uh, it was a good painting chat. Didn't get much yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Patreon world. I've not been on the Discord much. I need to get back over there. Well, you, you've been having some busy adult life stuff going on. So I know, uh, and not the fun kind of adult life stuff. The crap, like actual work stuff. You no, know, like shel- no securing shelter. You know that kind of basic, well, <laughs> basic survival yeah, need. Know. But <laughs> if you want, we'll try and sue Nicola Sturgeon. I mean, I don't really have much sympathy but for you. All I'm saying is, when I was in Scotland. It does like it. Something must be wrong if a deep fried Mars bar is seven pound fifty. What? Wow, Edinburgh, mate. Wow, seven pound fifty. Seven pound fifty for a it's deep a fried bar. a deep fried Mars bar. I know there's inflation, but it's a Mars bar covered in batter. You know, it wasn't even a sex thing. Well, like Mick Jagger. <laughs> cool, that would hurt, wouldn't it? Oh. Just watch straight, let that straight cool. out the batter. When, uh, yeah, you'd have to <laughs> let that cool down a bit. I mean, at least it's sterile. Well, yeah, but it's the third degree burns on your woo woo. I mean, that's not going to be good, is it? I thought about the mouth. Yes. 
That's what I call it, at Lee. <laughs> the woo woo. Pull up, pull up. Oh, Jerry Hall. It's again. <laughs> Jerry Hall. It's not Jerry Springer. It's Jerry someone. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've had enough run for this. That's for sure. Seven pound fifty. Outrageous. Yeah, exactly. Scotland sorted out. So right, our no, only hope. For Discord. The price. The, the, you know, the, I'll buy you seven months of um, access to Patreon. See, I'm going to spring this back around. Seven and a half months. Seven and a oh, half you, months. You, yes. you filthy shill. You filthy shill. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> mm. Well, you too can um, jo- join our Discord and have the two mics just completely ruin your productivity by making you crack up every five minutes. Yep. Um, <laughs> I wonder whether I was to- going to end in that really? sentence. Making crack. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be crack. It's all good. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a side business. Yep. Um, yeah, that's why it's getting the kids through uh, college. <laughs> it's like some sort of weird Breaking Bad spin-off here. Yeah, it? exactly. Yes, <laughs> um, yeah, join, join Discord. You get to ans- ans- ask our questions for um, in- um, answers. answers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we'll, in, when we get to events, we'll be announcing a new Patreon um, get together. Yes. Next year. So oh, I'm excited. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wow. Did I miss out that briefing uh-huh. session? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, uh-huh. If you actually turned up to one of these big barn games, you'd actually be around for the briefing session. You would session. have got the memo. I'm a very busy man, Lee. Well, you've got a man. year to get, to get to get a Saturday off, okay? So, you know, no, no yeah. excuses. I mean, I can try. That's all I can say. <laughs> a year's run up, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you I'm a busy, very busy man. Okay. <laughs> Someone's got to broker this Ukrainian peace deal. <laughs> yeah, but it's not you, is it? No, it's not me. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we've got to have our first draw, t-shirt draw as well. We have to. Um, we'll do it on episode ninety-five, I think. Ooh, a quick draw. Yeah, we only kind of day preparation for it. Do it this one, but we had to. Yeah. I'd say we were going to do a t-shirt draw, and we shall do it on episode ninety-five. Well, my name's not Lee, Lee. Big Booming, Big and Booming Parnell. <laughs> Big Boo Parnell. <laughs> Big Boo. Well, you know, I'm getting older, unfortunately. Lee, 17, from Crickshaw, <laughs> thinks that. <laughs> Why can't we just have world peace? Exactly. Can't we send think... all of the uh, all of the, the, the Miss America like um, candidates over there? They all want world oh, peace. Well, they can just confuse the hell out of people by going, what is she saying? <laughs> I don't know. A... <laughs> I don't get this. Is that a sentence? Why, why, why did she have her bet on? Yeah. I it's just throwing the baton while smiling inanely. Yeah, my name's Misty. How do you spell that? Misty. Right, good. In she goes. <laughs> Get next. <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, you okay. Go. So you're gonna you're gonna brief me at the same time as everyone else. In oh, events. In events. I see. I see. <laughs> so stay I see. tuned for events. I see how this works. But yeah, um yeah, on to face spaces. So Duncan, what have you been painting? Um, I've been painting. <laughs> I've been painting a mistake. Oh, um, I, I accidentally. I, I had a really rubbish day at work, and I accidentally bought because they're on Amazon. They've had some weird and wonderful um, special deals recently. So I accidentally mm-hmm. picked up a, mm-hmm. a, a box of King Tigers for like twenty quid, which I thought was pretty good. Oh. And then I remembered that I had a, a box already, and it and it's staring me in the face. And I went, "Oh, what am I going to do with six King Tigers?" Duncan has left reality. He's entered yeah. the Fez zone. I was just like, oh dear. Well, like, it was one of those things where I was just like, right, I've had enough. 
let's see what's going on. Right, I'll have one of them. That's made me yep. feel better for 30 seconds. Yeah. And, and, and four hours you bought the tank train company. No, this is the tank training company. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the this is the uh, the progenitor of it because then I realised that I had all the constituent <laughs> parts uh, uh, to make a tank training company because I had half uh, a box of DAC Panzers that I wasn't using the Panzer threes from, um, and I had some stews just apparently lying around and two Panthers that again were just lying around already made and I was like, oh, that's a tank training company. Um, that's but I can't fit all I six mean, in these. It's I, almost I, impossible. Sorry. I find all that very understandable. Apart from, I know you have a spreadsheet of all the stuff you've yeah. <laughs> you've got assembled, ready to go, kind so, of things. Apparently, that spreadsheet is not complete, or as complete as I would like it to be. <laughs> so, um, so this I, is the counting I mean, error is what you're saying. I, I'm saying this is very much back going back to the Nicholas Sturgeon thing. This is definitely an administrative error. <laughs> it's definitely not fraud <laughs> of any kind. Um, so, this may just found um, itself in my bank account. Exactly, it's resting there gently. Um, but now I've I've built all, I built everything, and it, it, you can't get six. Well, you can get six tiger tanks and uh, king tigers in there, but it basically leaves you nothing, yeah. no points, um, because the, the command that, is a minimum you of you twelve. Don't else. You don't need anything well, else other than king t- king tigers. But you tanks. definitely do because they're rubbish king tigers. They they're the ones that are green. Yeah, so they're not going to hit. Any, <laughs> they're not going to hit anything. <laughs> You don't do anything um, else other than SS King Tigers. Yeah, I think they're stupid, are they, stupid SS Tigers. Are they hold on? Are they are they hit on three? Definitely. I think they might motivate on a four. Ugh, not a five. That's like the worst. It could be a five. Unless you've got Nathan's dice, that's the worst. It could. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd have to check. It could be a five. Um, but it is. It's they're, they're shocking. They're two is twenty seven points. So they're not even like a significant amount. Like less. It's a bit weird. It's really weird, um, but I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, they do list, look good, though, mate. Yeah. I love the different camos. And well, I was, I was just thought it gives you the opportunity to kind of go nuts on stuff. So the first three, I've got some bits that are just in red primer with some grey barrels, and then some bits mm-hmm. I did some googling around. So they got like a camo turret, and then nothing else on them. And then other ones have got like just tracks missing, and oh, so not tracks. Sorry, the track guards. Tracks missing would be a bit of an issue. Um, but yeah, they're coming along quite nicely. Um, but I, I, I've been tinkering around with it because I think as well, because the way that the Berlin stuff works, you can get the a platoon of Hitlerjugend and Volkssturm in. And I was trying to get that second second uh, company in to get a second uh, artillery template because I've just got the uh, Clausewitz stews at the moment. And I don't think that's probably enough to, to make no. it uh, dance. But yeah. But we might have to play a larger game. Lee. You know, you said you were talking about doing it with the Comets. Maybe do like 120 points. and 150. Or one f- yeah, 150. I'd how many, how, how I'd many I'd points I'd can you... I have to bump up the Comets, uh, get the rest of the Comets squadron painted uh, my, um, to match out How many here. Comets is 150 points? I mean, they're 20, what, it's what, 21, 28 points for four of them, a full troop. Okay, so there's seven points each. Mm-hmm. That's quite a lot of Comets then. Yeah, I mean, I'm not not mass expert, but that's it's a lot of shots coming your way, Dunk. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine because they can't hurt me from the front. Yeah, they're not going to be there for long. Yeah, no, it's all right. My Panzer threes will save me. <laughs> I mean, if you turn if you turn your tank turret 180 degrees, then you've got a 50 what, 50% just... chance of surviving. The the fitty fitty, you're fi- going to hit my turret. The fitty fitty mm. front armor roll. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm not hopeful about that. No. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't, <laughs> I would not be either. <laughs> but it's it's amazing. I just think it's amazing how expensive they are for how crappy they actually are. Like I thought they would be uh, significantly cheaper because they cannot assault. <laughs> they cannot assault. <laughs> I don't think that fits in the V four matrix. So I just, sorry, no. just, I just 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 did the maths and yep. um, a full squadron. So eighteen comets plus two CS Cromwells would be yeah. one hundred and thirty-six points. So you could have some support then as well. Yeah, I better paint some more comets. There you <laughs> go. I, I think you well, should. I've got four you can borrow. One. I got four you can borrow. Lee doesn't borrow. No, I borrow. Oh, no, that's right. He doesn't I, borrow. That, that just that just gives me the impetus to actually get the rest of um, the comets painted. So. Well, so you can shellac six king tigers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. No, no, we'd have to. No, have... Second, so you can shellac six of your king tigers to. I know six That's... of my king tigers, and and obviously the Panzer Panzer threes are going to be the the, <laughs> the, the game winner. <laughs> the thing is, right? They're two points each, which is pretty pretty cheap. But again, they can't. They can't I don't know what they're doing in late war. Like they can't assault. Um, they've got an eighty nine gun, so maybe if they flank something, they, they might not they? die. Uh, I don't know. Mine don't, because I don't. Mine are mine are going to be really old school ones that have been refabbed from way back. But yeah, I think they might have them in the rules. Yeah, but that's fine. Getting in is not the problem. Getting in and staying there is the problem. I suppose. Yeah, because you look, four of them go in, one might hit. <laughs> might <laughs> might hit, and, and then, then and, and then, then you'll then... run away. And then that'll be it. Yeah, probably foul crash. And then get captured. Yeah, that's it. They get peated to death. You're like, oh, swarmed. Oh, I remember how this game works. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it's. They're quite nice. It's quite a nice little project to do. Although uh, it's quite funny because uh, this only happened after I'd assembled a Bassage company, and I was like, no, I'm definitely going to paint some more Bassage. And they went, oh, King Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, King Tiger. Oh, six King Tiger. So, um, yeah, a bit of an error there. Uh, I also painted um, a Demon Prince for Warhammer Fantasy. Ooh. So the old Bellacore model, which yes. I managed to get off eBay for cheaper than the new plastic Demon Prince model. That's pretty good. Because I mean, e- eBay apparently doesn't like, um, I don't know, uh, really old models. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a bit weird. I think if it's in Finecast, they get a bit funny. Yes, Finecast can be quite hit or miss in terms of its yeah. quality. So therefore, the second-hand market has just dropped out. So yeah, I got that. And then um, just been, yeah playing around with bits not not too much else really it's mainly the tank company I've, oh I've told you I did finish sorry I finished my Hungarians as well didn't I yes I finished my Hungarian um what was it was it artillery no uh, it was the 80 mil and the Panzers it was the 80 mil anti-aircraft guns uh and two of the 80 mil uh artillery pieces so they're done, and then the Panzer Four Company's done as well now. So that can be run. I don't know how good that's going to be, but they look quite cool. Mm. And, and Martin correctly pointed out to me the the, the um, what they would have had for me in the actual units. That's why I had Panzer Threes knocking around because I thought, oh, the Hungarians must have had Panzer Threes. Nope, apparently not. Can't find them. They, they were issued some, but we're not sure they ever actually were released out of the rail yard. So. 
So yeah, that, that's why I had some hands. I've still got some hands of three snuffing around. That was another eBay purchase. The um the deck tank company, which was just insane. It was forty quid. It's forty four pounds posted mm-hmm. for the deck Panzer company box. Yeah, that's that's, that's a box of tanks. I, I was debating that one, and then you you, you got the punch in first. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's, it's still there, I think. But um. I'm not trying to, you know, enable anything. I'm just it, that is it was phenomenal value. If you're doing anything mid-war, well, I need, I need to get some um, late-war Panzer Freeze. I got a bunch of PSC ones, but already pre- been pre-built. As um, uh, these don't as come models. with shirts. And, Pardon? They don't come with shirts and well, the Panzer Freeze. The kits, no, because the mid-war ones. I thought the Panzer Freeze had all the bits on it. Nope. Oh, not that I found. Mm-hmm. Have you got the right spree? Have you got the mid-war one or the late-war? So I thought I knew the Panzer, I knew the Panzer IV came into like a late-war sprue and a mid-war sprue. I thought the Panzer III just did all the variants on the sprue. Hold on, excuse the rummaging, but let me just double-check the sprues in here for you. Uh, Panzer III? It, it, no, no shirts on. Huh. okay. No, no shirts on. Maybe it's a sub-sprue or something. No, it's not a separate sprue or anything. Okay, I'll take that back. I thought it was weird too, but I just went, oh, it doesn't really matter at super late war. It could be anything. Yeah. So that, that that's not a problem for me. But yeah, if you're using it for sort of late mid-war or early mid early late war, you probably don't want um, unshirts and Panzer threes running around, I guess. No. Actually, actually to be fair, I don't think it matters. It's for um, doing like... Um, Tunisia, I don't believe I had shirts in Tunisia. It'll still be, un- no, it'll be, a, it might be an M model, but without shirts. And Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's probably fine then. Yeah, that'll be fine. I might have to go by a box. It's just ridiculous because you get, I mean, you get the 105s that you're never going to use. Um, but you get eight, two 88s in there, you get Panzer 4s, and you get Panzer 3s. And it's like, the total total um, value in there is it's seven Panzer 3s, four Panzer 4s. Two eighty eights, four hundred five mil howitzers, and three five centimeter anti tank guns. I mean, that's just bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. It is pretty good. So yeah, I've finished finished the Hungarians. Um, that's not true. I finished most of the Hungarians. I'm now debating what to do with the cavalry because you can't really have cavalry running around in urban combat zones. Hmm. So I don't know what to do because everything else is on urban bases, like rubbly Budapest bases, and I'm not sure that cavalry would be charging across the uh, the Pest River. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, the, uh, the Danube River from Buda to Pest uh, on horses in 1944. So I don't know. I've got a company of those, and I'm not sure what to do. Answer on a party card to <laughs> shoot and scoot. <laughs> I just... We'll find something, but just look at them going. What, what underscore underscore should underscore Duncan underscore paint at? Yeah, what what, what would Duncan do? <laughs> WDD. <laughs> WDD. Yeah. Help us, Duncan that's, Rhodes, that's or our only hope. <laughs> no, not Duncan Rhodes. <laughs> God damn it! There's two the one true Duncan. Paint. Oh, if I if I'm ever in the same place, same time as him, I might have to. You know, go up and wag my finger. I think you're the same person because I've never seen you in the same place at the same time. Well, this is true. This is true. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, 
um, a massively successful uh, <laughs> painter and uh, decorator. Uh, yeah, well, you had to go. You had to go full bizarre. This is your your alter ego. It's my punishment. Yeah, never go full bizarre. You know, in your roads, guys, you couldn't um, could commit to the bizarre. No, obviously not. <laughs> I mean, obviously not. It doesn't really fit in with this crisp, clean, you know, persona, does it? <laughs> so, no, Can you imagine that? But no, it's, that... It's, this week we're going to paint a whole bunch of child soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah, so I've got some uh, known oil here. <laughs> Which is ironic, really, because they had a lot of oil in uh, yes, I- Iran. Yes. Yeah. Don't forget, kids, make you using these little little tiny dots of controlled paint, you can really make those bandanas pop. Yep. <laughs> like a 14.7 sitem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to paint this one with a copy of the Beano in his back pocket. <laughs> Have you guys seen the Grand Thumb YouTube um, clip? No. Where they're, they're like, he does a lot of things with the realistic ballistic gel dummies to see the, you know, round impact against a realistic target. Oh, okay. Um, and then for one of his YouTube videos, they went to the place that they should shoot tanks. So he's got this torso of a ballistic gel dummy complete with like the ribs and internal organs, and they fire a 76mm Sherman at it. <laughs> <laughs> which, was, <laughs> which was quite gratuitous. And you think, wow, that's really bad. And then they're like, right, yep. and now we're going to fire, the, fire this, direct fire this 155 shell. And, and and instant vaporization. <laughs> it's it's it, yeah, it's insane. I'll find the link. Just shreds it. it. It doesn't shred it. It just vaporizes it. It's just, it just a- atomizes. It. Atomizes. Absolutely horrific. Um, but yeah, yeah it's a bit like, save. It's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit like on um, MythBusters where they fired the Barrett Light Fifty into a swimming pool and all the water jumped out. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then the round stopped really quick. The round stopped really quickly, but all the wall went, oh, my God. <laughs> Find somewhere else to be. Yeah. No, this is bad. All right, Lee, what have you been painting? Uh, I have been painting this damn commission. Um, Still. Still. <laughs> <laughs> the dual incredulity. It don't be surrounded. Stereo it don't be surrounded. We're available. It's, yeah. a whole, it's, it's a whole company of um, air, you know, air landing. Oh so my gosh! So I'm, I'm, I've got, got support weapons done. I've got, I've got like yeah. a, a machine gun and two three-inch mortars, plus a pair of jeeps. They're all done, right? Um, and I've got on the on the actual platoon itself. I've got all the um, smocks done, and the sort of the battle dress areas done. I'm just working my way now for the we- for the we- weapon and weapons. Like I said, I'm just painting this as one big blob. Not, do, oh, not doing it for two time. I'm just trying just to break it. Grinding. Mm-hmm. Hats off to you, man. Though you know, professional painter now. Yeah. Um, there was also a weird um, part of the commission was doing those um, blast um, clamp various blast markers I use. Oh uh, yeah, ten of those. So I've done those ten. But I had a whole bunch of washers and wire left, so I'm making a big batch to keep at the barn. Plus, replace With the ones I've lost. They look really good. I didn't know how you made them. That was quite an interesting well, peek behind the curtain. I know. I've t- I took some photos. I'm, I'm going to try and write an article on it. And when I make the next batch, I oh, might yes. do a video as well. 
writing articles. I remember that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I need, need to pull my finger out. Well, okay. it's quite lucky when you pull your finger out on the thing, but yes. Oh, Ooh, R- that's that's really right. that's included. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> well, it'll be fine when the Scandinavian book comes out. Yeah, all frothy. Uh, and I'm just, I just want to make, writing the article S-tanks. now for that. So. Does it just say where's my S tanks? <laughs> <S-tanks>, please. <laughs> yeah, there's a long list of things that I, I, I was questioning why it's not in the book. But yes. It's a... Oh no! Oh, oh god! Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get an angry letter from um, from Pete again? I, I, there's gonna be no threats or floggings this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> for that, that's still one of my favourites. It's all speak misunderstanding. There's only the implied threat of a flogging, not the actual threat of a flogging. Yeah. Yeah. I just said merely you should receive one. Yes. Not that I was going to apply it. <laughs> you, you seem to have taken this out of context. It's important. Distinction. That sounds like one of the worst defences ever. It's like I was I was only speeding because I couldn't read a speedo. <laughs> I was so drunk I thought I'd better go home quickly before I caused an accident yeah. <laughs> it was actually yeah. I minimised the time I was a hazard on the road your honour by uh, mm-hmm. using excessive speed yeah. I was so high I thought it was a cheater <laughs> I took one look at this report and decided I'd better resign first <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh bye bye bojo bojo bye bye <laughs> Do you reckon there was like an oh, awkward Apple Adam's apple bobbing <laughs> moment of just gulp and go, oh, yeah, oh. This um, is that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably more a case of like, ha ha, yo, this guy's really screwed. Uh, that's you, Prime Minister. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Rishi. Oh. Uh, I thought it was the other guy. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then sad trombone yeah, noise. Oh, oh. <laughs> well. Oh, that's just reminded me. The other, the other noise you need to uh, find is the slide whistle. Oh, because that's that's got all kinds of comedy, um, <laughs> comedy uses. Just really talking about um, Hitler Jürgen. Exactly. <laughs> now they just need someone going where, where, <laughs> baby crying. Oh, yeah, God. it's getting darker. <laughs> um, no, it's not. It's nearly the longest day. <laughs> it is indeed nearly the longest day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last thing I painted was um, I, a bit like Duncan. I, I caved and bought something to relieve my see nearly... <laughs> work-based frustration. <laughs> yeah. So I bought. Um, I, what did you buy? I bought um, the starter set for BattleTech. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. I Tiny bought, robots. Uh... Tiny robots. Yep. I bought the Kickstarter, but that didn't have the starter set in it, so I thought I'd buy this. I I painted a little locust because I fancy painting something small. Mm. I managed to knock it out in the evening. It was quite good. And the locust? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Eddie, what have you been painting? I am tragically trying to think what I painted. And I don't... I think the answer is nothing. What about assembled? I don't think I've done anything. Assembled anything. Because I did the Necromunda game with the big land train mm-hmm. last episode, didn't I? Before we talked about that. With, yeah. yeah, the whole massive... Yes, you did, where it's almost unkillable. Ridge hole, yeah, the, the, the four-foot deployment ridge holder. Since then, I'm, alas, um, 
I haven't done any hobby at all. Of, Where's the sad trombone? I, I'm not going to give myself a sad wah wah wah. You've got to give yourself a chance. <sighs> Self wah wahing. Yeah. <laughs> it only feels fair. Yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, no, no construction. No, even rearranging and sorting through things. Have you been tempted by anything on the internet? Um, Miniature-wise, I don't know what the last thing I bought miniature-wise was. I know, I know what the last thing you've actually paid money for was. I was, I was watching you do it. What? The Leviathan box set. Oh, yes. Yes, that. that, 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 that I think I blanked oh. that out from my brain. Did you um? <laughs> did you actually manage to pre-order it? I am super happy because not only did I manage to pre-order a box, I managed to get one from my friend local gaming store, Dice Saloon. You are in a minority. And then, and then my um, esteemed Guildford Games Club uh, Warhammer player, or of of, of your um, Jacob, who was struggling to get on the GW website. I was like, well, just if you if Dice still have them on their website, order from Dice and I'll pick yours up at the same time mine is and bring it to Guildford for you for the Games Club. So he got one too from Dice, which I was quite happy for. There, Although there has been much howling at the moon though about it, hasn't there? Yes, there is. So my my view on for for those who don't know, Warhammer Forty Thousand, the Games Workshop game, released this new Leviathan box set, um, which is a big old box of toys for the new edition. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Caveat: We are a positive Pete uh, podcast. Oh yeah, totally. So, so, po- so normally, normally we'd be, you know, have just ignore all this kind of vitriol. But oh, it's not vitriol. It's, 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 it's oh, there, there is. There's definitely some vitriol. I spent four years buying board games, so I think I have a little bit of input, and that knowledge doesn't get used much. So I thought I'd add some context as to how I see it going down. Um. Ba- oh, this is like inside inside his Yeah, well, I think so. I think basically they they allocated and, and having worked for GW in the past, which obviously gives you omnipotency about the entire industry. If you speak to any ex GW staff, yep. but they know exactly what was going on at any time, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely weren't mushroomed at all. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a case of I think they had to do something right for their stores, so they promised them as much stock as they could, you know, pre-sell. They wanted to have it all direct if they could. Um, so they ended up heavily allocating the um, friendly local gaming stores who obviously sell at a discount and obviously makes GW less money because they have to buy, they sell to the stores at trade prices, which is, you know, how the store makes money off the sales. So they heavily allocated them down and I think they went a little too far. Um, I mean, the other the other point is the distribution to friendly local gaming stores is a lot harder than it is to your own stop shops because it's yeah, but they do they do operate a distribution, you know. Um, I couldn't hear that, so I don't. You couldn't hear that they sorry that they operate a distribution model. No, it broke up. So now that I heard that you said they couldn't operate a distribution model. No, they do. They do operate a distribution model, don't they? They don't have a shop in every, in oh, every no, town no, and city around. No, no, it's totally true. But they have a web. They yeah. have a web store that does the same thing. And it just feels like they're screwing over their partners. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying. No, that's all I'm saying. No, they, but they've. That's an observation. It's so unlike them. Flick, check. The, I know. It's check, not like they've got form. Notes. 
oh look they do this every single time oh oh wow um yeah so to be honest i think what you'll see is you'll see a ton of this product because i do believe they put the effort in and actually made enough which is part of what their story came out is they printed loads and that's why other stock levels have been really bad yeah that's what what they keep been harping about i think they have they're keeping them in reserve to send to their stores for the release day on top of the pre-orders so come two weeks time the only people who have you know unsold copies will be the gw stores but i get the impression that they will sit there for two weeks won't sell because everyone who wants one from a GW store would have already pre-ordered it, um, and then they'll get sent back and put onto the web, their direct web store. There'll be a second wave of pre-orders on the web store. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's the robot pickers in their new automated warehouse. I, for one, welcome our new robot. <laughs> so. no, I think it's, it's you know, it, it makes sense at their level for them. Because, they're you know, the, the, what are you going to do? Go buy your Games Workshop yeah, as a... As a uh, partner store you gonna go buy your games workshop models from someone else no are you just gonna knock stock games workshop stuff no and you are second tier in that relationship that's fine up to the point where it's not yeah exactly but people do and people do get selling it because there's no they do if i have no product to sell then yeah (laughs) then what 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 am i losing that's true that's true but then you know, given given you know, modelling in the post gaming post COVID age, when everyone does some form of mail delivery or the other, you know, the the catchment area isn't isn't needed. What is needed is footfalls in their shops, because that's what recruits the next wave of GW hobbyists from the high street. You know, the fact they've just made Games Workshop stamps tells you the reach that they're trying to push. Their branding, or the, rec- the you know the recognition their their branding has. Well, it's a bigger. In- it's a bigger industry than the fishing industry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, so, that's not hard. So we got collecting. three fishermen in. Like I said, there's three put um, three fishermen in like uh, St Ives and two in Humber. That's it, isn't it? Now they're all fighting over the same fish. Yeah. Um, if we if we had a another Dunkirk tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what would we do? So, yeah, apart yeah. from Leviathan, which... Apart from Leviathan, buying it. Yeah, getting that, um, which I am extremely excited for in two weeks' time to go collect. T- to be fair, you did you did do a lot of gaming the other... I've done, oh, I've played an absolute ton. Yeah. Played a ton of games, um, just haven't actually got Ooh. the paints out. Does that mean your Italians aren't finished for... Um, I might not be taking Italian. What's that? Oh, all right. I can't even remember what that tournament is. It's so the low one, down the on my the register of things of interest. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't actually remember what it's called. Um, yeah, that yeah, one. So that, that one. one. Um, yeah, well, we don't know. There's there's, there's some secret jiggery-pokery going along um, on the on the Etcetera tournament. Um, but no, what's it called? It's annoying me now. Etcetera. No, it's not called it. Oh, ECT, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. I had a moment. I, I, had a, I had a senior moment. I was like, what the hell is it called? Um, all I can say that has been cleared by the censors is that uh, I had a practice weekend, play some games, and I've not lost with the list yet. Which 
it's kind of scary for me because it means that I now have an expectation to actually <laughs> do. <laughs> well, yeah, you you just put yourself forward as ruffle stomper, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be like the worst luck. You're gonna get all the wrong tables, all the wrong matchups. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. the one of the well, hand on heart, one of the genuine best things is if that does happen. The team dynamic is such that it that, that happens, and that's the way it is. It's not. I'm not worried about my team holding it against me. Hold on, Goddard's going. Well, he thinks he's going. I've I've got to pick him up from Brussels Airport. So as I drive past, I'm going to be laughing my head off. <laughs> well, because well, it's in Antwerp. Yeah. Way. <laughs> no, he'll be sat, sat there going, Fez, are you coming to collect me? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm in Brussels, Argentina, Mark. Oh, <laughs> oh you meant, you thought it's Brussels, Belgium? No, no you idiot. Why would it be in yeah, Belgium? Come on. Come on, it's like the Eurovision. Yeah. Let anyone in. So, um, yeah, no. Well, that's fun. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm... Well, I'm going to be quiet now for the next hour and a half because you're going to talk about games you've played and I haven't played any. Oh, so. no. Really? Yeah. Not really. Yeah, I played some bits of Warhammer, but nothing in Flames of War. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the antithesis of you, Eddie. The, yeah, we're balanced together. Throughout the, the, the triumvirate, <laughs> there, is, there is balance of some description. Yeah, I, I'm I'm currently crassus. So I'm just sitting there on my massive pile of painted figures, <laughs> and, and your Julius Caesar actually doing something with them. <laughs> Who was the other one? Crassus, Caesar, and oh, Pompey, wasn't it? Yeah, Lee, you Pompey. Big boom. I, I'm not sure. I want to be Pompey, but okay. big big boom, Lee, Pompey, Pardell. <laughs> wow. When's when's Pride in Brighton? <laughs> this week. <laughs> Yeah, they get a drag queen. Ah, nice. London, London Brighton bike rides this weekend. Is, uh... is that the same thing? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it'd be the same weekend. It'd just be this complete devastation for the local <laughs> road network. They've confused those two events. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. It's happened again. <laughs> I'm saddle sore. Yeah, yeah, but that's know, the... Yes, but you went on a bike. I was going to say, yeah. I'm going to be walking funny the week after, but that's true for both. <laughs> yeah. Why is everyone wearing cycling shorts? Oh, oh dear. All right, games, games. Uh, Lee, what have you played? Um, I have been playing. Uh, so we played Aeronautica down the shop. We did! Tiny aeroplanes. Yeah, a bit, a bit like Dunker. I've been a bit overworked and underplayed, but... Um... I had, we did get some aeronautical green, which is quite fun. So we had two couple games of that. How was your opponent? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Present, yeah, he was there. I think. We, I think we we spent most most of the first game just remembering how the rules worked. Yeah, the second, right. second oh, game yes. got a bit more. It was a bit was a bit uh, more more knowing what we're doing, just trying to actually string something together. Who who made the least mistakes in the first game? Because that probably is the person that won. Um, well, I mean, technically, Eddie achieved the mission by actually blowing the bridge up. Yeah, but did he mean to achieve it? <laughs> I was very deliberate um, was in my actions of flying down the ravine into the face yeah. of death. Yeah. But I got the last laugh by actually killing all his aircraft. Yes, he did. Ah, but so, pretty much, I, so he Herman Goering did. Yeah, yes. I had, um, I just had two. I, I had two little um, Zyphon fighters, which are space marines, like things that like um, Battlestar Galactica vipers. Oh, the little interceptor yeah. type thing. I mean, a Thunderhawk. Yeah. And my two, <laughs> my, two little, my two little interceptors died without firing a shot, basically. Um, 
And then the Thunderhawk, Thunderhawk just basically soloed the entire enemy yep. force afterwards. Just freamed things off the board. So I was down to my last hit point by the end. Were you? No, you weren't. Oh yeah, it was. I was, I, I, it, was whoever, it came down to whoever, whoever landed the shot first was going to win. I managed to land it. I didn't know that. I thought I had like, another 10 points to go. And then you, yeah, but then you landed a t- turbo laser destructor onto. Yeah. A, it was a hell of a shot, yeah. A tiny, I, uh, tiny little lightning interceptor. Which is I, I hit twice. Um, <laughs> they, they both did damage. They both did double damage. So I hit like did cause four damage, and we all needed was one. It was uh, yeah, just <laughs> like freebs. Thanks for playing. Detonate exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we play a second. When we play, second game we played was um, it was. I think that was a fix because I think you tampered with my missiles. Yes. Uh, I put the hook away and actually just used, used um, a, a couple of the old, um, oh, what are they called? Storm, Storm Eagles. Storm, Eagle. Storm Eagles. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Back to buy one of the little fighter things and it, it did quite well. But it came down to one fighter on one fighter. and um, I rolled eight missile dice and didn't get a single five or six. Mm-hmm. Eight. Because like eight 19... points. Like Vietnam era sparring missiles, they just weren't yeah. locking on or anything. It's just like, just I can deal with not getting the damage, just not getting a single hit was just embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, quite a lot of points in those missiles, and to the point where you actually could have bought another plane. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You were trying to, trying to hunker around your um, the little... Hydra system, trying to take yeah. me over to it as well. <laughs> to the point I had to, I had to sort of do a strafing one to try and take it out. So I could yeah, you obliterated that poor thing. I did, but you managed to take out one of my guys whilst I was doing it. So I did. That's right. Yeah, they got we'll quite a lot of hit. Po- they got like um, four or five hit points. Those storm eagles, but it's surprising how quickly that goes, especially with long barreled auto cannons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was fun. Ooh, matron. You get some more. Get some more games of that in that in the future. Yeah, more scenario stuff. That's, yeah, that's the problem when you haven't played the system for it. Like I was tempted to play. Um, we nearly played um, Star Wars Legion on Friday, mm. and I just couldn't face the idea of learn, trying yeah, to learn new re, rules. Re, re, have you played it before, or is it new rules? No, my mate, my mate Will has, but he played, <sighs> he's played it a while ago, and it was just like, no, nah, do you know what? I think we'll just leave it. Well, that's <laughs> the thing, because it's not just, you know, you're not just learning new rules. It's a whole new way of tactically thinking to win the game. Mm-hmm. Like The rules are easy to learn. Everyone's like, oh, they, it's such an easy game. It's like, yes, but I want to actually do well. I don't want to just turn up and know that you're about to punch me in the face and well, go, oh, look, you punched me in the face. Oh, now I'm dead. I don't mind that so much. I, I, I want my object more when it's like, I don't know why I've been punched in oh, the face. yes. Right, so I'm <laughs> going to punch you, know you like, in the like, face. Oh. oh, no, wait, I'm already dead. How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the... That's the bit I don't like. It's Because uh, you're just like, all right, I've got the learning curve again. Oh, okay. Let's go back and look at this. Try and work out what's happened. Yeah. All right, which is fine for a couple that of main systems, but you don't you don't yeah. want it for everything. It's quite nice that you got to use a different um, terrain type thing as well. You know, the fact it was all spaceshipy and yeah, different just on boards. Yeah, counting hexes. Yeah, fight, fight counting that ravine hexes. was quite interesting. It sort of really cut down my ability to sort of flank like I would normally do. Yeah, flank with your thunderhawk. <laughs> Thunder, well, thunder, the Thunderhawk thunder. is, is normally there just to tank everything while the Xyphons flank and hit the rear. Ah. But they couldn't. They'd say die horribly in the frontal assault. But then the Thunderhawk <laughs> just went completely. Um... Yeah, just went Tur- full potato. Turbo potato. 
It's a bit bigger than everyone else, isn't it's it? It's huge. It took up half the canyon by itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Blade Angel one, so I like to think it went, if, if thought everyone was Horus and just went, you know, just completely flipped out. Just screaming, I'm not a demon. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited to see, um, having played with the Tiny Planes, to see um, what the 8mm Horus Heresy stuff will be like, the new epic. Well, the Xiphon is Horus Heresy. Yeah, no, they, they all are. Yeah. So that'll be fun, he says. It's going to be yeah. good. I mean, the technology is coming down such a way. No, but it's down to the rule mechanics. If it's not how I remember, I, I'm going to be an old Gronard now. If it's not how I remember Epic to be, like with companies of stuff, yeah. not uh, Epic Armageddon. I don't want that. I want Titan Legions. See, I, th- I do want Epic Armageddon. I, I enjoy Epic Armageddon. Well, that's where you and I differ, Parnell. <laughs> and that's why you're Pompeii. Epic, uh, Epic, yeah. <laughs> Epic Armageddon was, was peak Epic for me. If it could actually... It's too small a scale. It wasn't too small a scale. It was still the same scale as Epic, as Epic was. No, no, no. I mean, it's in the scale of the battles. They were only like company sized. Yeah, but it only took four. I think you and me vastly played it in a vastly different way. Because I remember using <laughs> multiple companies of Space Marines in that game. Are we talking about the same thing? Yes. The last version of Epic. Epic Armageddon. Mm. But I thought it was like more skirmishy, like, as, uh, not skirmishy, but it had. Um, you had more like a company rather than a single. I don't know. I used to have like ten companies of Dark Angels worth of stuff. I mean, I remember playing Mike and Mike having like multiple multiple companies of, of um, Lehman Russes. Yeah, but Mike doesn't count. That's not. A, that's like <laughs> so saying, that's, that's not a good example. Yeah, that's really plays not on the twenty-six uh... foot boards. <laughs> well, no, this, is, exactly. this is way before Barn. This is when yeah, you actually. Yeah. You know... Did he have a mustache? No, this is pre. This is pre mustache, Mike. All right, now I was just trying to work out the timeline here. That's all. It's important. <laughs> I can say it's when Mike looked like a, a haggly fifty-year-old man, but, that, like, but it sort of skips. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't it go baby teenager fifty-year-old man? <laughs> Pretty much from Mike. Yes, it does. And it's, and it's really hard, yeah. it's really hard to find the intervening point where it changes. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the, the inflection point of teenager to. Uh, yeah. Said with love, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, me, it's it's a running it's a running joke, so it's absolutely fine. But... Yeah, but who's running? <laughs> who's running? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, you know, I say it while I'm running away. So, so yeah, yes. exactly. Hence, was a running joke. Yes, <laughs> you've grown into your face, Mike. <laughs> so, I've, so we play. Yeah, so, aeronautica. Yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile back at the point, point aeronautica. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we done? Um, well, other than that, it was the big bond splash of the day. Oh. So our annual um, foray into doing some D-Day beach landings every sort of year when it gets to um, June June 6th, we get the nearest weekend, we go to the barn mm-hmm. and just do a big... It's becoming mythical now. <laughs> it was fairly epic. It was yeah. quite funny to pull out the box of stuff that I you know, hadn't opened since I put it away at the last barn bash. I went. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, that. Oh, oh, I forgot I had that many bafers. Oh, that's where my landing, my Sherman crabs are in blisters pack steel. Oh, that's where all of the frontline terrain bunkers that we bought have sat. For yeah. Lordly after, after last oh, year, we, some, we actually get some to brook pits. We bought them and actually didn't do anything with them in the intervening year. Just left them in the box. Yeah. Oh my god. Are so you getting ready for next year? Because next year will be important. Have, have you actually given them to someone, Eddie, or have you put them back in the box? They're back. They're and back then, in the uh, box for now. Oh, for God's sake. A top man working on it. Top 
Top men. Top men. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> left them with um, Nathan and Mike. Donated them to the barn. Eventually, yes. Well, all, all my bunkers sort of live at the barn because I don't really use them anywhere else. So it's, mm. uh, my landing, well, my landing crafts, my bunkers are at Mike's these days. I'm a DD Sherman's. But yeah, we um, did a um, uh, sort of air landing Pegasus Bridge game in the first half. I'm that still was hilarious. Trying, yep, I'm still trying to refine the scenario so it actually plays like the actual night kind of thing. But um, first, so we, in the, first, the first year we did it, we basically did it like a normal air landing mission. It just didn't work. It didn't feel right. No. It had all kinds of weird, weird, wonderful stuff being used on both sides. So, the air landing guys were coming in with six pounders and mortars to make the points work and stuff like that. <laughs> so this year, it was just basically three air landing right. platoons mm-hmm. coming in. Nathan had, um, sorry, not, not Nathan. Uh, so you, you and Mike were the Germans this time, weren't yes. you? Yes, we're the baddies. Yeah, yep. so it's like a, the beach defending guys sitting on the bridge along with a machine gun nest near the bridge. And then um, in reserve were four pounds of fours and two pounds of great ideas. Now, Panzer IVs was because when they when they, um, the Germans responded to the assault, they actually sent in some armored vehicles. There's a lot of debate about what they were. They're all tigers, right? <laughs> so, but uh, I think um, in Ambrose, but they call them pan- they call them Panzers. But it's probably more likely they're actually more like a, they were more likely Marders. Marders. Or yeah, I get, I get the feeling that would work a lot better. Yeah. So I think I want to rewrite way before we get to next year and just try this again with, with mock. Marders, I think we'll end up being with um, it didn't help, but we I didn't attach the extra piots in this game, and I might do that as well next time. Oh, okay, but, uh, yeah, I only went in with like one piot per platoon rather than the two piots you potentially could have. But did they have gammon bombs? They had gammon bombs, yeah, yeah, gammon cool, bombs so. claim one panzer. Um, it didn't help, but w- when we landed, like two platoons didn't unpin for two turns. <laughs> yeah. So, or fearless, yeah, fearless, yeah, fearless yep. receiver reroll. Nope. <laughs> yep. Nope. Not happening. Um. So one platoon basically takes out the machine gun bunker, losing two platoons. Runs across the bridge, starts trying to take out the garrison on its own, while the other two platoons are languishing around, not doing much of anything. They eventually wake up and run across. Um. But by because they lost so much time, by the time they got across the bridge, the reserves were arriving. They're being caught out in the open. Um, there was an ill-advised assault by the Panzers, which would have worked. Um, I mean, it helped that the two pits both missed because they're yeah. two platoons pits. They were able to bring the fire, but um, one missed and one hit, but the shirts and stopped it. Oh, yeah. Um, Gotta love that. I lost. So then the assault goes in. Obviously, a, a stand gets lost, but on the, the counterattack gets made and the gun bombs get well and truly brought out to... Um, Kill one panzer, and the other one decides that's a good time to run off and do something else. But all that time lost means I'm sitting out in the open, and then the um, panzer grenade deers turn up and just start mowing me down machine gun fire. <laughs> so, um, in this yeah, case, the allies did not capture the bridge. Oh, no, really? Mm. Yeah, yep. Germans managed to push, push us all the way off the bridge. Wait. What was the armor? So, what was the armor from? Like uh, traditionally, the Panzer Falls allegedly. What unit were they from? Twenty first Panzer. Apparently, someone oh, used okay. a lo- used an initiative at a local level to respond to the uh, reports of, of a paratroop incursion. I mm, I'll be interested to see that because they didn't have martyrs. They had their, those um, 
Knock yeah, they're the three oh sevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fairly okay. I mean, you could use them. They're they're rubbish. Yeah, absolutely rubbish. In fact, actually, it might not have been twenty first pounds. It might be one of the local Grandier units. After I after read at the book again, just um, see what they were. Yeah, it'd be interesting because I'm not sure because it the, obviously you only had two German divisions. You had was it seven sixteen and and uh, three fifty two. And see what armored mm-hmm. vehicles they had attached to them because I don't think they had many. Yeah. But then no, twenty first pounds um, wouldn't have had any panzers that far forward. I wouldn't have thought. No, like I said the panzer fours are almost certainly the wrong the wrong choice. So yeah, <laughs> but, but they happen to be in my figure case. I just, yeah, that's so I fair enough. Oh, that's I don't fine. actually have yeah, any sort of late war marders, which is obviously something I have to fix if it is a marder they were using. Uh, do you want some? I've got FJ Marder 2s. Yeah, it, let, let me work out what it were. Because if it's 21st pounds of them um, between you and Nathan, it's pro- probably got the right things anyway. If it isn't, then I'll I have think, to, yeah, yeah. we'll do some more research in how the bat, uh, you know, what actually happened. That's, and try that's quite see interesting. Though, that you, what was the difference, figure away. really, like in terms of the assault going in? Like what actually stopped the, the powers? Was it that first turn? Was it just a delay in time, or I think delay the delay time? Because if we, if we hadn't lost two turns, we probably would have been in the village and you know dug in effectively. Yeah, and mm. then you lost you lost the garrison held out on the far side of the bridge for a couple of turns, grinding yeah. a couple of stands off, which then put it under strength. Mm-hmm. Were they just beach bombs? Those ones were, and I did really well with my camera yeah. attacks and yeah. took great crazy. joy. It happens. <laughs> great joy Reluctant. not running away. And then the Finnish guys went, oh, no, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, off, yeah. Yeah. They were cowardly powers. Always, it always happens. Always happens. Yeah. I mean, I got sort Fearless of, is no good. I, I sort of outrun the CO because the CO was trying to rally the other two platoons. So I went in without a CO to sort of... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but at that point, you're going to have to, aren't mm-hmm. you? Because... Yeah, you, you can't stand you around. Can't be, you can't be everywhere. Yeah. I mean, That's really interesting. Yeah, it was It was quite interesting, actually, um, just to see how it, it did go the other way. <laughs> Yeah. But it's, it's maybe, it's maybe they a... just everyone gets up to speed and gets you know guys who don't play things well often get the rules back into their system yeah. that kind of thing. So well, it's always a close run thing as well, wasn't it? It wasn't you know a walkover for the the air landing troops. No, not at all. No. So well, that's really interesting. So that was ham and jam. No ham and jam. And well, spam and yeah. spam. At this point. <laughs> Spam and marmalade. Yeah. yeah, Eddie had to shoot off and do some errands, so he missed out most of the action on the actual um, D forward. Game. I, I did a spearhead scout move <laughs> to to locate lock up number three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> an undisclosed location. Storage for lock storage facilities. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, really, it's just so I can have a permanent painting desk. That's all. That's all. All this. Uh, Airbrush station. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. In my head, I can see my idolized work desk. Oh, really? It's just one. It's it's one like twelve foot desk space, which has like my work at home system and a roller chair. So I can be like, right, okay, fire one email off, slide down, put another uh, base coat and a wash on, slide down, do some airbrushing, and then just slide back and do another email, and just that'll be my work day. It's, you know. So like Homer Simpson's nodding. Oh, no, no, to be uh, fair, there's one extra up. bit I would add to that, having seen the place in the that would be not the main living room space, so the kitchen's behind. So I could, on the way back to the work desk, swing by the coffee machine and get another coffee and then just go <laughs> faster and faster throughout the day. 
until eventually it gets a bit confused and I just, you know, throw coffee on my miniatures, put an airbrush across my work screen, and... Um... Lee, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this is going to end well. <laughs> no, yeah, so I had to nip out um, for real-life stuff, which was worth it, but not, you know, it's a bit sad because I missed, I missed the start of the game, the big game. Yeah. So I actually got to be on the Allies side for once, which is really nice with their what? Own beach landing game. It's hard work. You're allowed isn't to it? be an ally. I know. We, we, Mike, Mike, Mike is is willing to accept being Germans now, much more than he ever used to be. So it's um, oh. it's it's because we filled him full of Brockwurst. Well, it's time. nice because yeah. I keep turning up and playing with the SS bad guys, and he's like, "Well, at least I'm not that bad." <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I was only adjacent to war. Yeah, crimes. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not as dubious yeah. as Fezzes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. laughing melancholy as he gets his own models killed uh, uh, <laughs> so, I can't wait till Mike's, Mike sees the 23p class 23p <laughs> oh dear yeah sh- I might have to paint shoot some kids Mike <laughs> yeah <I'm> like... <laughs> when we scan we've got to kill a child so I'm sorry it's the only way, only way this is going to work <laughs> yeah. so, there goes YouTube monetization when I put this video up so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not killed, you know. You don't want to kill them. <laughs> Shoot to maim. That's one better. <laughs> a, exactly. Class twenty three B. Oh, they're going to sort that IS two. Oh no, the IS two see them. It has defensive fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. Twenty three P. That's how many people are left. Oh, God. Out of the entire it's company. company. Yeah. Yeah, oh, a class size. That's a pretty good class size, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I was using British. Um, we had Chris there with his lovely flotilla of um, landing craft in twenty ninth. Oh, so Panzer. Uh, not twenty ninth, but so twenty ninth infantry division. Yeah, sorry. Oh, twenty ninth Panzer. I know. Twenty <laughs> ninth. Um, we went slightly historic with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the um, blues and greys, isn't that's it? it? Yeah. 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 29th, let's go. Um, we then had Tom, who had, had not had not playing Flames of War since last time we did the beach landing game. So yeah. <laughs> well, having, having an extra kid arrive, so it's obviously been... It's about the first time I've had a chance to get back out and play some Flames. But he has been busy and painted the rest of his um, big red ones. So he had a... Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, excellent. Game, which is good. They all look really nice. He's put a lot of hope into it, so it's look, really look cracking. And then we had Seb, I Mr. Memo, um, turn up with, eight, with his 82nd Airborne. That's a bit mean. Oh, Seb. That's a, uh, I, there was a miscommunication, wasn't there? I guess I guess that is missing a memo. But Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he, he asked well, him to say, because this is when it looked, because um, my, my eldest has been off with a tummy bug. It looked like I wouldn't be able to make it. I said, all right, well, um, we'll, have to skip, we'll have to skip the um, Ham and Jam game. Where are my parrots there? Yeah. I think, Seb said, I can bring my parrots. I think everyone assumed he meant for bring it for the um thing. I think he Hammer in his down. mind he he yeah. thought it'd be something cool like um having the having the airborne behind for landing piece obviously at Utah Beach, they so sort of link up with the yeah. um guys going off a bit bit rich. And to be fair, that is something we had talked about previously about doing for the um big splash, having like the airborne yeah. coming off in reserve behind the enemy lines. <laughs> Can we do that? Because I've got all the little tanks. I've got all the pa- I've got the hundred and first uh, Panzer training air tiling. Okay, is, when, when so they can fight their way through them. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. No, no, no. They landed. Then they fought their way down to the beach, didn't they? Did they? 
Yeah, when they landed, that was that was um, Caraton. Okay, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, they they basically sent the hundred um, first to take on the eighty second. Right. There we go. There's something for next year. Yeah. That's something we can look at. Yan- Yankee, Yankee, Yankees. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could just do Yankees. No, no Brits. Because the Brits weren't there, right? They weren't there. No, no. I've, I've watched all the war movies. No. I can get a test. Yeah, I watched all. I was going <laughs> to say, I watched the only all Brits of the war movies in uh, northern France. Were the hapless ones who didn't listen to uh, the Band of Brothers and got shot by that tiger through that wall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So and and it? Sorry, that's in Market Garden. That they're um, no one's no, so property damage. That's when that's when the Brits are with their hundred and first. Oh yeah, so they weren't in Normandy at all then. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Apart from Montgomery, because he was there, because he was the bad guy, right? And Sean Connery. <laughs> and Sean Connery, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Right, glad we cleared that up. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was using like a British rifle company with um, backed up by some DD tanks, some Avery's, some Centaurs, because oh, nice. any excuses <laughs> my Centaurs I have to take. Yeah. As I was say, Centaurs back again, yeah. yeah. This is a yearly out, the yearly, yearly time the essentials actually day trip. Yeah, quick bit, bit of a spoiler. How do they get on? They, we go on very much. Yeah, they, they were over time. Excellent. Um, yeah, but my DD like tank. So, so on on the first wave, the one DD tank didn't find the beach and got lost. Nice. One got Brilliant. swamped, and yep. one only one actually managed to get to the beach, where it promptly bogged down. Uh, so it didn't <laughs> actually move off the beach. I mean, dude, you're just it's just totally historical. It's great. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he actually went in, in my turn. He was then sat there, sat still, and put and put two um, two smoke rounds with the vision slit of the eighty eight bunker that was staring down the beach. Nice, nice. So, uh, yep. Yeah, bought some time for the other guys to move up. I was, I was very happy with that shot. It was like, oh, oh you did really well there, little DD tank. <laughs> um, yeah, pat on the head. Yep. Yeah. I had um, out of the three platoons. One platoon spent the first two turns trying to find the beach. <laughs> One platoon spent the first two turns trying to unpin because you know five plus rally is always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other platoon went full, went full potato, charged the pillbox, machine gun pillbox. <laughs> um, then then consolidated into a minefield, whereupon one one stand actually set the mines off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Did that minefield, ran right ran across a cornfield and took out an eighty eight bunker. And finally ended oh, up God. on the objective with like two guys left. I thought. I should probably pull this platoon off and bring them back on. They don't very well. They've done a sterling work, but they have a little rest now. Um, yeah. But it was like a little gap in the defences where um, Ian, Ian had was immediately opposite me and Mike was um, opposite Tom to my right. Yeah. And they've, they'd left a gap between their respective tables. Because they so weren't aimed, joined up thinking. Yep. So I aimed, I aimed my guys there. but. Oh. That had, Very historical. It had unforeseen consequence. That basically, um, we I saw, it sort of pushed all our guys down the table. So Tom ended up basically going for one objective rather than two. I took mm-hmm. Tom's other objective, one of my objectives, and then Chris, who who basically ran in front of um, this defensive position that Nathan had set up and couldn't crack it, then went to went to the right and then took my my last objective, and it was like. Um, so we ended up we ended up basically taking four of the eight objectives. Ooh, um, so both of Tom's, both of mine, mm. for basically an allied minor victory. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I did hell. come back and take over Seb's uh, Americans. 
Yeah, because Seb had basically been knocked out by hay fever. He was not... Biological warfare, apparently. I missed this. Yeah, he, uh, he yeah. was not having a fun time, unfortunately. Oh. I mean, we were all slowly baking in the barn, it must be said, because it was oh. hella hot. I have never drunk so many glasses of water. Basically, Mike was bringing these urns of like water. Yeah, hats off, and they were, Mike. They were going down almost as quickly as he was and, bringing and jugs of ice, which was just phenomenal. I'll I tell you what, a small cheer went up when uh, when 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 you got back with the ice creams. <laughs> it's like oh, ice cream break, brilliant. Yep. Were you um, were you considering going full Chernobyl miner at one point? <laughs> Just asking. It's just. An, I'm just saying, naked miners will definitely get us off to YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah. It might get us more patrons, um, <laughs> oh, or less. Or less. Points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I, I was, I was in the beach section of, of adjacent um, Nathan, who had uh, done pretty well at damaging the the paras coming up the board. Um, it was quite hilarious though, because as I turned up. Um, Seb had already left, so Nathan was literally rolling dice to shoot his own models. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I managed to get one one cheeky assault off, which took out three eighty eights and a bunker um, by getting the side in. Uh, and yeah, I was clearing minefields left and right. I was like, I'm doing all right here, and then um, everything just dissolved. Is that one of those rounds where everything just kind of shoots? Um, yeah, that but, happens with them um, in the infantry. Yeah, it's just like oh, machine guns. Well, oh, I lost two. Mm-hmm. Oh, machine guns. Oh, I lost two. Yeah. Oh, there's not much. Bad there's roll. Not much left here. Bad yeah, and then um, his reluctant uh, beach bums would not would not fall back, and yet my fearless uh, power is like, yeah, okay, that's it. Is. Reluctant is the new veteran. Yeah, that's it. Reluctant does far better than fearless every it's single ridiculous. time. Ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, fall back. Oh, okay. And he'd be like, right, I'm going to fire um, fire seven shots. Uh, you're hit on fours. You're concealed. So that's fives. Um, and uh, oh, that's uh, six hits. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, that's also and, then going. and then instantly, yeah. at the same time, I'm trying to figure out how these six, like, okay, six hits, that's fine. Then the, the uh, table next to me is like, oh, this guy's just been hit five times as well. It's like, what? Um, well, you shouldn't attack those, you know, reluctant. The, hilari- the hilarious thing troops, yeah. was obviously Seb's army was not designed for beach assaults. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to do cross checks to get the uh, 57 mils off the beach was hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, I, I mean, that, they, they had no chance because even across here, they've got like a what five up cross. Mm, might be four. Across four oh, here, it's a four up. Um, whereas in the landing craft next to them, the jeeps who have a uh, four up were failing their crosshairs on threes and just getting stuck mm-hmm. and just sitting in the landing craft, going, "Well, this is fun." So it was, it was, it was. My side was very much a case of it all went horribly wrong. So from my version of this year's D-Day uh, barn warfare, where I successfully defended the Pegasus Bridge with Germans and then failed to capture anything on the beaches of Normandy, I um, have reversed history. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it's, it's been completely it's the other way been around. Ein Berliner. <laughs> probably, yep. The problem you get with being, attack- with being an attacker is that, it, yes, your infantry recycled, but your armour doesn't. Yeah. And if you start losing your armor as as the enemy's armor starts arriving, it becomes a real uphill struggle for the infantry to make any sort of dent. Well, so I think I thinking from a game point of view. Now that we've done two and we've got a kind of a feel for how it works, 
I think there's something to be said for the order in which you land. So getting getting your infantry in two or three mm-hmm. turns before you even try to deploy some tanks. Yeah. Bar maybe the the DD tanks who turn up. The DDs, you, you, you just let them do their yeah, own thing. I mean, they may or may they not. They may or may yeah. not, whatever. But then waiting waiting a turn or two before you start rocking up with crocodiles and or sorry, your church hills or your actual yep. armor. So that you know, you're both arriving at the same time. Because it's we, you, you've got to clear the beach. We've area, got to clear right? the beach and area. We've anyway. got to clear those bloody eighty eight mm-hmm. you know bunkers because they just vaporize anything armored on the beach. Yeah. That's kind of what I did. I, 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 in my first wave, I had all my infantry, but the only could we had five assault craft each. Yeah. Um, I bought the centaurs on because I wanted them to burst up and putting down you know, artillery if I needed to. Originally, well, they, I was going to leave I mean, on the it, boat it, for longer. Yeah, well, they historically, they're bombarding from the boat, weren't they? Yeah, they landed later on. Yeah, yeah. But I, but because it ties up a boat, I needed to actually land a boat so I could bring everything else on. Yeah. Um. But I didn't bring the Avery's on until like the second wave, when by that time the infantry was starting to clear some of the bunkers, which I know was what the Avery's there for, but I didn't want to lose the Avery's too early. Yeah. But in the end, they took, they were champs. They took two hits from the 88 bunker and bounced both of them. Ho, ho, ho. That front armor nine kicks in. Top dollar. Um, yeah, but nice. it's, it's fun. As always, it's a fun game. Lots of. Lots of snacks and sausages. Nice lunch spread we had. Yeah, no, thanks, Mike, for hosting, as always. And like I say, we shall talk a bit more about next year when we get to events. I've got to paint my British. I've got to find those Tobruk pits and paint those. Yes. Okay, have a lot more beach to cover next time. More beach. Um, so, yeah, that was me. Um Obviously, you've been playing loads of um, loads of mid war games, it's crazy, it's mad. Um, it is the uh, etc. tournament is slowly kind of appreciating the difference from a normal Flames of War tournament when it comes to the need to work as a team for the allocation and the crazy allocation, like at the beginning of the round, when you have you know six players versus six players, that the, the matchup stuff actually starting to understand it and as i understand it a bit more i can see the genius that's at play because it really does change a normal tournament because if you had six players and six players with a random lists that's completely different to having the ability to control the the list and stance versus you know the order which you put people up and and, and do there um which is you know it's actually starting to become a lot of fun uh, if i'm honest um and yeah i mean like, like i said last year and as you guys know i didn't see any of the 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 nonsense that sort of slanders the name of the tournament from previous years uh so i'm excited for this year and we'll see and like i said doing really well with my list at the moment Ooh, which makes me nervous i wish it was like one that was like oh yeah you might do all right mm-hmm. but no it's, it's come out pretty strong so how many? So how many games do you play in your last sort of training session? I know you can't tell us the listing phase. Yeah, like that, um, but... I did. So I've done five on one weekend, and then another four. And and so nine, nine. There you go. So that's that's fairly indicative of could absolutely tank at the uh, tournament. <laughs> 
And how many of those? So you said nine games undefeated. Are they all wins? Yeah, yeah, they're all wins. Um, six three. Yeah, not yeah. not big wins. It, it, some were bloody and and some were you know it wasn't like a whitewash like oh I've automatically won this. They were hard fought, um, but they were wins nonetheless. There were a couple that were just kind of like with etc. What matters more, wins or the points to score? Wins, win? just wins. Right. So that's, so bloody wins are okay. Far yeah, bloody wins. Bloody wins are far far. You know, you get they call them big points. So. Mm-hmm. You have three days of games, two games, two 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 games per day. So you play six games, and your team will generate a number of wins, and that is your big point score. And if you have the most big points, you win the tournament. It's as simple as that. The only time the victory points count back then, or something. exactly that. So count back is mm. for deciding differences between big points. So it's all about wins, which it makes it really, quite like it's that. really good. As in, I'd, I'd quite like to go to a, a singles event that did that because I think sometimes it's a bit, you know, winning should be the most important thing, not mm-hmm. how you won. Not. Yeah. 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 Cause there's some lists that you can't avoid losing. Yeah, that's true. Or just bleeding points out of. Right. So, yeah. That's interesting. No, it is. It's, it's and the way that you can pick, you you present, you know, two lists, and they pick one, and then they present a list, and you pick two. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the to and fro in that way is really interesting to kind of protect some lists early on um, to then give yourself a much much more favourable outcome later on. Um, so standing on the shoulders of giants and drinking lots of beer and eating curry, good curry, oh, so good. Um, yeah, Belgian curry. Uh, well, the, the Belgian curry was good, the one we found. Um, but no, the the, the team England <laughs> team England frequent a curry house so much that they uh, the, the they don't even ask the order. <laughs> They just know, they know the curry houses. The curry house knows their order and you know gives them the best table. And it's just like, yep, here's this, here's that. What do, what, what do the newbies want? Like, <laughs> <laughs> here's a menu <laughs> you can pick. But and that'll be your order going forward. You never change. Yeah, yeah. Can't, no, can't, can't, can't choose anything. You're the menu. That's to choose widely. It's a good curry house. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, trying to think. Uh, yeah, and then. This weekend, I've got a hopefully send some pictures up on the Discord. Um, a gigantic Minas uh, Battle of Pelennor Fields game, which includes okay. four foot reproduction of Minas Tirith with walls and buildings that my my friend um, has 3D printed. I think we've got eight Mumakil. Um, is this at War Game Seven or is it? Um, uh, what, what, Guildford Games World. Guildford Games Club. No, yeah, we've got 3D printed buildings, so won't let's do that. And half of them are kill 3D printed as well, which but they're right. f- from files that they're like they're rearing up or charging, mm-hmm. and it's going to be oh, nice. yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, so I all I have to do this week is uh, make and build a 28 millimeter Grond um, from a 3D print kit that I've. Oh, got. that's the Rhino that's, thing. That's, isn't that's it? the battering ram. Grond. Grond will breach it. <laughs> uh, which is incredible, but this this model was scaled down from its original full twenty eight mil true scale, um, where it was like two and a half foot long. It's huge, um, 
So now, yeah, I'll get that made and sprayed. And then I also have to write the rules for the main game. It's going to be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Life just happens all at once. <laughs> uh, what's next, Lee? Uh, well, have you been doing anything in the Necromunda campaign? Any more games in Necromunda since we last spoke? Did I talk about the last one? Was this... Yeah, the tra- land train one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, where, where, where it was a rolling road and everything was crashing and going crazy. Or did I talk about? I can't even remember. Victory Road. The yeah, Victory I think... Road. Yeah, so that's that. That was the last that we did a, a big game where the other gangers were trying to capture my big land train. Right. That was the end. So that was the end of the campaign. It was like the finale that we ran. See, okay. All right. Yeah, um, fair enough. That probably was. Yeah, yeah. So that's gone. That's gone quiet. Um, I missed Games Club the other night um, due to work commitments. Um. And then I am about to go tomorrow night to play Lord of the Rings to remind myself how the rules work before the big game at the week. Very, very, you know, very intelligent choice. (laughs) Practicing, what's that all about? Um, And then the next Necromunda, we're going to go back to the Hive future on. Um, Whilst Battletech and other distractions will come up in the past, I'm sure. And then obviously Leviathan for 40k. So many games, so little time. It's not fair. Um, yeah uh, is it Officer's Answers next? I believe it is yeah cool uh, right so an Officer Answers then uh, we shall go on uh, from our lovely Discord Patreon channel as mentioned earlier uh, Carl Stop Person asks which Space Marine Legion is each nation in Flames of War most similar to oh. and for a bonus which Legion would Monty play which Legion would Monty play that's a very good question which, one, which mean, ones clearly... have got like Turtlenecks. <laughs> corn? Corn corn has turtlenecks. No, oh that's a good question. Or is question. he Zench? I think I think Monty would actually be Zench. Well, no, he's not chaos, is he? He's not he's not chaotic. He's totally chaotic. Oh he's not. He's really not. I mean clearly um, um France France Bodger and Netherlands are you know, Salamanders, um, Raven Guard <laughs> yep. and Iron Hands all get taken up very early, don't really play anything afterwards. Yep. It's game over. Yeah, yep. they get they get absolutely Istvan fived. Um <laughs> I will probably lean to France being Raven Guard because they do obviously um ha- they still still do some st- a- yeah. actions afterwards. Istvan Krieg. Yeah. <laughs> oh p- poor poor little France. Um I think America's got to be the ultramarine, surely. All about logistics. Yeah. Yeah. Material might. Material might, yeah. Also they're trying to make their own separate little uh kingdom over on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. You did what? Yeah. yeah. We're an empire? We're not an empire. <laughs> Are we an empire? Question mark? Yeah. yeah question mark? Um, Would you need to be an empire? Question mark. Asking for a friend. Germans. I mean, I'd like to say the Germans were something like, uh, what do you call it? Thousand I mean, Sons. Cause, I was going to say, surely, surely, they're, surely they're sons of Horus, because they're basically, you know, they, they, they start everything off. And, they start um, everything, the instigators. Yeah, but it's the, yeah. it's the lack of denial about the fact that everything's going, you know, we did nothing wrong. What okay. did we do? We didn't do anything. We were, betray- we were betrayed at every turn. We only lost the First World War because we were stabbed in the back. What? Yeah. I, I can say, really, I this is all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they could quite easily be the word bearers as well, couldn't they? Yeah. The original instigator. There, that's probably they should be the original instigators. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to go with Italy being the word bearers because obviously they were fascists before the Germans were. That's true. They, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I can totally. That is a hundred percent. 
True. And I can and see Mussolini as Lorgar as well, just going, Yep. I'm really, st- I'm a big boy. I'm Are a big you? boy. <laughs> yeah. Can I play at the big We're boy? We're going to Oh, it's all gone wrong. <laughs> yep. I th- I think that's a very good call. Um, so what Legion would Monty, Monty what, play? Monty. Oh, we haven't done the, the Brits yet. Who would the British be? Oh, it's difficult. Um, flesh uh, not steel. I can't go Imperial Fist. The whole oh, okay. thing. Yeah. Defending Battle of Britain. Implacable, implacable defence kind of thing. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, no personality. Does that, make Mon- Does that make Monty Lysander? Uh, it makes him. No, it makes him. Uh, oh, that won't work. It makes I him Rebel like, Dawn. See, I think Monty wants to try and imagine himself being an arm, you know, armored, armored genius. Would probably want to be. Um, would be want to be Khan. Be the Khan because obviously they're you know, lightning fast things. But obviously, actually, he's yeah. really not. He's 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 definitely Perturbo. Perturbo. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just grinding through things. Yeah. <laughs> No, you guys don't appreciate me enough. It's like it's, yeah. that's definitely. Yeah. Here's your cigarettes oh, yeah. now. Go run over that minefield. Yeah. Uh, Martin Turner asks on the theme of most useless platoons you can take. Please explain why you should field a unit of Soviet 150 millimeter towed artillery. Uh, why because I've seen them? what it does when you fire it directly at a ballistic gel dummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I mean, it's like one better firepower than a 123, isn't it? Or something. It's, it's, it's just... two plus, I think, rather than a three. Uh, it's got more range. But it's towed artillery with all the negatives that gives him. Some stuff is only there for completeness and scenario play. That's an interesting question. What is the worst unit? I know someone tried making the claim that 25 pounds were, but clearly... Oh, just, my gosh. They're just looking what? for a fight. Yeah. Gonna, in what period? What Universally? Because they're definitely not in mid-war. Dear God! Yeah, late war, late war, twenty-five pound to put, just feel a bit redundant. And well, it's only because they pointed them out because the mid-war ones are so good. Mm-hmm. The points are completely wacky for twenty-five pounds in late war because it's just like, um, so I can have a sexton for twelve points or a yep. twenty-five pounder for fourteen points. Well, you get four twenty-four pounders, you only get three sextons, right? No, you get four. No, you four get sextons. Four oh my God! It makes mm. no sense. It's because the twenty-five pounders are fearless. Yeah, uh, so careful for all those assaults that happen in. Yeah, I say it makes more level. sense in mid war than it does in late war, where you know, yeah. they're being used as last ditch anti tank guns, you know, kind of thing. Well, but, yeah, mid war, they actually, yeah, that fearless comes in really handy. But mm-hmm. what do you never see on the tabletop ever? CS Panthers, tanks. Panthers, <laughs> Panthers. Yeah, Panther, <laughs> Panthers are a good things. shout for the most useless unit. Poor old Panthers. Uh, Martin does go on to ask, and as a supplementary discussion, explain. Sorry, supplementary discussion. Explain the pointing of the Hungarian seventy-five millimeter. Huz, oh huz, my huzar god! How it's the Hussar howitzer is yeah. utterly ridiculously pointed. What, what you is the point? Us, Chris, I didn't know so, what was going on. Okay, okay, so the, in the Hussar formation, it's the only way you can get. Uh, it's the only way you can get this unit. They are towed seventy-five mil uh, mounting guns. Right. I believe they're eighty-five direct fire. Are they towed by horses. They are not. Oh. They have no limbers. So, uh, what? Yeah, you don't get limbers with them. You'd, you'd have to tie them with a truck or something. It's just yeah, it's just weird. Um, they are twelve points, I believe, for four guns. They have no direct fire capability, and they are no better than an eighty-one mil mortar. Oh my god! So I think. Um, you, you, oh, and you get the Hazar special rule. I think so. You get like an ability to follow me better. Because that's what you really want for it. 
do on guns? I can't remember. It's something ridiculous. No, you can, dig, you can dig in and cross here. There's only two commands. Uh, yeah. I think they're just... Utter, oh, they might be veteran, actually, because the Tazars are veteran careful, so there's, they're probably factoring some of that points cost into the guns. But they're just if they so had, awful. If they had horse toes... What, tow then, missiles? Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. No, if they had if they had horses, they had limbers. Along, mm-hmm. limbers, then you could justify the points by saying you you can recreate the uh, military tattoo on the tabletop and mm, do a figure you, of eight. No, you couldn't. You couldn't do that because you can't do the um the whole gun thing where you have to break it down and to put it through a wall. Crash. That's, crash navy, that's, navy, that's navy do that. That's navy. Yeah, that's oh, is it the rule horse too? Like 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 how you said to hold it. Oh, do they just gallop around? Yeah. Mm. I just don't know what the point of them is. It's another one of those ones you look at and go, I don't know how you got to that points cost. I just don't know. Like, I don't know it's what. It's a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. It's because they're veteran careful. Um, yeah. But it's the AT5. You're like, this is useless. This is not this, doing anything. This can't do anything against anything. I mean, in mid war, <laughs> AT5, what are you going to do? Shoot an armor car that then actually might bounce the hit? <laughs> As the final humiliation. How embarrassing. Which you can't do because he's got a direct fire. What do you mean? Oh, no. They, sorry, they only have direct fire. No, they've got direct fire and they've got barrage, but the barrage is no better than an 81mm mortar. It's like uh, uh, firepower for Can you have 81mm mortars in that formation? Uh, not in the formation. You can only have Hussar platoons and I think right, the so guns in that case, and something it, it makes a kind of sense. If that's the only artillery that formation gets, at least ha- has a role. It has something, yeah. <sighs> You're not taking If you tell me that they had the mortars at Ocean in the formation, they're oh, no, no, no. useless. No, no, no. They're not, they're not entirely devoid, but you just look at the... Uh, you look at the um, su- uh, support platoons and you go, oh, I'll have... I'll have 400 100 uh, mil guns instead. They're much better. Oh, and they're five points cheaper. Oh, that's that's excellent. Yeah, brilliant. They've got two up firepower indirect. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, good good news. Good news, boys. <laughs> uh, Mike Robinson. Here's to you, Mike Robinson. Asks, so Warlord has never shied away from including pop culture units in bolt action. He, the, the cast of MASH, Dad's Army, etc., if Battlefront were to try this, what units would you like them to introduce and what kind of weird rules would they have? David Hasselhoff, absolutely. In, in Team Yankee. Team Yankee, yes. Yep. Yeah. What rules? <laughs> uh, they, well, he just wins, doesn't he? Just wins. He, he brings well, no, under war. He it, brings under, yeah, he's got the... If, the, if, if, the team Yan- if David Hasselhoff begins his turn standing on a wall, yeah, something the next wall to... is removed at the end of turn. It, he's, he's, got, <laughs> he's got like a bunker buster ability, yeah. <laughs> Any team standing upon... <laughs> They're just going to yeah. surrender. These German units would just if, surrender. If he stands on a wall at the beginning of the turn, by the end of the turn, that, that wall is removed and all teams, all enemy units must fall back <laughs> as if driven off in combat for six inches from the wall. Those come to kit as a, as a, as a soft skin um, transport vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what about um and it's amphibious from Inglorious Bastards? You could have the um Bearju, just with a baseball mm-hmm. bat. So you got like he'll <laughs> hit 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 uh, SS on twos on a six plus annihilates entire army. It just yeah, it goes wild. <laughs> I would like my team Yankee. I would have the A team. Oh, obviously. Oh, nineteen seventy nine crack unit of Arnie Commandos was sent to prison. Yep. Uh, sent to prison for crimes it didn't commit. Which, which have an okay stat line unless they spend a turn 
in an entirely enclosed no, no, no. building. They can't kill anyone. Surely they can't. Oh they, my gosh! Because they will Yes. Uh, whenever they fight, if, they never hit If they hit score anyone. a hit in combat, they automatically win the combat, but do not remove any uh, yeah. stands. Yeah. And same with shooting. If you score a hit, <laughs> you just yeah. pin people down. Any stand just moves D three inches. As it, gets, as it, it gets just drives them the back. Does that actually yeah. kill anyone? Or it flips the but, but you flips the vehicle move a light vehicle. Yeah, you can't move a light vehicle within six inches without a cross check. And you train. could have the um, <laughs> you could have the eighteen ban. Couldn't you? Oh. Sort of, I think what it, I'm thinking of is the, is the episodes where they're kind of like MacGyver. So now I, want been, Ma, now I want MacGyver as a single MacGyver, yeah, but yeah, as a single stand where he is just a single spotter, unless he spends the turn inside an enclosed building with a paperclip. Yep, and then the next turn he becomes like you know, he gets one confident. nuclear strike. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he, get, he, get, he gets one. Um, what's the what? Does the toss one barrage? There you go. <laughs> Oh, it won't rain gin, then you're It won't ever rain gin. Yeah, yeah. Or Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. You could have Anita Jones um, in mid-war with a Panzer Ooh, Faust. That would yeah. be fun. The Panzer Faust. Yeah, yeah. that's what he has, doesn't he? In the red, it's the like an RPG, RPG, isn't it? Yeah, RPG RPG yeah, RPG 7, yeah. <laughs> that would actually be really funny. So just give him that. Yeah, it's a special platoon. RPG 7, and he's only got a pistol otherwise. Because yeah, he had a pistol. He does hit on twos because of his whip. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And if he gets... if he, The first time he fails a, a a save, actually it's just his hat's got knocked off. <laughs> so he has to spend the but turn finding his all, hat. All, all swamps are impassable due to the snakes. Due to snakes. Had to be snakes. Had to be snakes. Had to be snakes. Yeah, it can't cross... The, you're right, can't cross a water feature. Yep. <laughs> oh, I want that now. Um, Phil, make like it happen. <laughs> What about tanks? Is there anyone tanky or fightery? <gasps> Airwolf. Oh my god. An unacceptable helicopter because it obviously presses its turbo button. Automatically follows me. With a helicopter. Yeah, no, it follows me, but you have no option. So you place the model down, and if you forget to follow me, the opponent has to go turbo boost. It has to move. But also, uh, yeah, it has anti-helicopter missiles, anti-tank missiles. I mean, it's it's just rife with them. The million-dollar man with a twenty-eight-inch dash move. I always start doing when we actually get to the Pacific. We actually have it eight and a half hot tonight. I have the actual um, band, the band group in there. Lovely, Lovely boys. boys. Lovely boys. <gasps> Can we do a carry-on film? We have like carry on World War Two, and you can have. Arr. Well, the original—that's where they got the name from, wasn't it? We're, I'm going to segue into a weird fact here. So the, the first one was Carry On Sergeant. Mm-hmm. Carry so on Sergeant. That's yeah, exactly. That's why they're called Carry On Films. Ah, oh, see. There you go. Matron. Matron. And see James go. Wah, 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 wah. There we go. Carry on characters. And Barbara okay. Windsor. It's just called Carry On Phil. <laughs> Single model, 3,000 points. Ca- ca- carry On Up the Flames of War. <laughs> That'd be very meta putting Phil into the game. Oh, all the Battlefront ca- all the battlefront stuff. Um... <laughs> Making up a Peak can only de- deploy on sea. Yeah. Um... Water features in his boat. Polynesian he's the anti. Canoe. He's the anti James. 
he sees off Indiana Jones because he deploys it. And... <laughs> Gets rid of him. Yeah. Goes oh. around knocking over Duncan swim wagons. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, Landerstern. Um... <laughs> Daryl Noonan asks, uh, in your opinions, which US command card for a division such as the 2nd Infantry Division Indian Head from Bulge US or 30th Infantry Division Old Hickory from D-Day would be best to represent the T-patches of the 36th Infantry Division? And would you then transition the infantry from regular to veteran to battle-worn? Oh, and when would you? I don't know the T-patches. Which one's the T-patches? Hold on. I reckon he's making this up to test us. Well, for me, I'd say if you had one 30th Infantry Division card and then added three 2nd Infantry Division Indian Head cards, that would get you to 36. No. Oh, God. We're now doing mass jokes. It's the third... The countdown conundrum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, 36th Infantry Division Arrowhead. Panther Division... Thirty yeah, uh, six. It says the the T patches of the thirty sixth infantry division. Yeah, we should probably. I mean, this this just proves that we don't look at these in advance. Uh, I see. The thing about the um, second is that obviously you get SMGs, so I think they were fairly unique with that. I can't remember what the other card does because I never take it because it's points. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's the Texas Army National Guard. Yes, yeah, so I don't think it's that. The- Hence the T for the patch. Um, I don't think they would have SMGs. Because the thing about the, the Indian head is they had a ton of Thompsons given to them. So, so you probably wouldn't use that. Um, yeah. When did they land? They must have landed after D, well after D-Day. So that must have been their first operation to what I imagine was 44. Wow, they did a lot of World War I. Oh no, they were in Italy. Oh, okay, that makes a difference. Yeah, I'm just trying to rapidly bead up on them, yeah. Yeah, married, sitting on the internet. <laughs> Using uh, Wikipedia, that amazing, well, uh, totally if, true. If they fought in North Africa, Italy, and they were in Husky, I think they might be pretty banged up before they... Because the whole point about D-Day, wasn't it? They they landed troops that hadn't been fighting previously, really? Yeah, so mm. they're going to be fresh when they land in North Africa. Yeah. By the time you get to Italy... 1944 would definitely give you veteran, and probably by the end, you know, in 45, they'll definitely be battle wary. Because if you, I mean, if you think about um, the big red one, which obviously be the nearest comparison in terms of, you know, Did they kind fight of, in Africa? Yeah, big red one fight. Were, were no, sorry, the 36th infantry. Yeah, yeah, 1943. They, they were in uh, from um, Rabat. I've been to Rabat, that's in Morocco. Yep, so they were in the second half where they're fighting, obviously, towards Tunisia. They missed out in Sicily. But they were in Italy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they'd, they'd have been pretty pretty beat up by then, I think, because it it, Italy's not exactly forgiving. I think war as a whole is slightly, uh, you know... No, I know, but, <laughs> the, but it, it, I think Italy was ah, just infantry country, and, yeah, just a big old... Do you want to go and fight over this point, this hill? In... Oh, they fought a casino. There you go. Nice. So I, I think they would go to Battle Weary. I think they go before that, Lee. I think yeah. it'd be mid-44. 
Oh, then they went into southern France. Yes, but uh, Operation... Oh, God, what was that called? Dragoon? Dragoon, thank you. Thank Wikipedia. Donations required. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. I. It's weird to say you, you love a global conflict, but it's, it's just so much. It's, it's just so much to sit there and kind of go, oh, okay, so this, this division went here, went to there, then took, and then did part in this. Oh, okay. Like, and you'd never even heard of them before. It's pretty unique. Yeah. That's so I don't much. Know. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to come. The, the answer no. there, Daryl, was uh, we don't, we don't know. We'll have to. We'll, we'll come back to you. We will find but, out. Yeah, no, we can discuss it further. That, that'll probably be one to put in the general chat, and then um, see other people chime in, chime in who have a better idea. Although, for the record, um. I do have to say, because my wife does listen to this, Texas Ooh. Texas Ooh? Yeah, she's from Colorado. I don't like Texans. Isn't it just hot? No, the, the oil money comes up, buys mountain territory and gentrifies mountains into summer lodges and then drives out Coloradians because they can't afford the rates because of the Texas oil money. It's a whole thing. But yeah, Texas Ooh. But... Okay. Oh, ooh, not who. Okay. No, ooh, like ooh. Like ooh. Ooh. Gotcha. ooh. Ooh. I thought it like a few more sheep, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. 36th Infantry Division. Interesting. Cool patch, though. Um, Porky7 asks, Battlefront has been trying to bring the rules from Team Yankee, Nam, Foan, Fate of mm. Nation, in line with Fowl, Flames of War. Uh, Team Yankee, especially, is a game for tank versus tank combat. Unless, unless you're Mike Everest, in which case... Disagree. Do you think that adding rules for towed artillery and mortars, especially for the Soviets, would dramatically change the flavour of the game at, or make it too slow to play? Uh, I think in Team Yankee, they should just have off-table artillery. There, I've said it. Yeah. If it's around tow guns on table, you should be able to counter battery fire against mm-hmm. stuff that's off table. Well, they did that. They did that with the original NAM rules. Yeah, I can't remember if it's in the new book or not, the Osprey one. But it would make a lot more sense because you got these. They're, they're I'm not... pretty sure it is. Cause I mm. think I remember. I think they're like they're they're um, VC rocket artillery is off table. It just doesn't exist, does it? It's just a, well, a template that comes in from. The precedence was set by the... You've got naval artillery and Flames of War, haven't you? Mm. Yeah. Which doesn't have... I mean, even even Flames of War, it's a little bit like, why is this even here? No. It, it, I mean, it should, like I said, unless, unless it's in the formation, it should not be on the board. Yeah. I can, I can see like, that. Like, mortars are about the big... Like, are about the only artillery that should be on the table. But outside um, of that, I mean, I don't... I think it would be... I think they'd die pretty quickly. Everything's more lethal in Team Yankee. Everything. Yeah. I don't think it'll make it too slow to play necessarily. No. I, I mean, to make it, it doesn't slow it down in Flames of War. So I don't see oh, it does. It it's Yankee. the number of templates is the problem, not necessarily yeah. what they are. You could have, if you've got like four, five, six templates. I mean, I'm just thinking about hitting, if you hit Mike's Marine Company or Platoon with all the different types of stands that infantry platoons have because even like you know afghanistan 
Soviets have, you know, oh, that one's an RPG-7. That one's a rifle team. That one's an mm. RPG-7. Oh, that one's a special grenade launcher. Oh, that one's, you know, because the batch rolling becomes it's just a lot harder of because of the mix of types of stands you have. Yeah, because they're not all just generic rifles. Not they? All, oh, they're all rifles. Okay, I've hit three of them. Okay, no worries. Those those guys are dead, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that would slow it down. Although, can I share a little idea I had for um, talk about artillery um, for speeding up games with artillery, um, which I'm going to take to the etc. Tournament. Um, so, war bases do um, the. MDF cut tokens, which are the same size as a range in marker. They do. Correct. Um, I'm going to, for each of my artillery com- uh, platoons, print out on my little printer. You can do it with a pen, though. Um, and write which token is which battery. Yep. But then I'll also put the anti-tank value and the firepower on that the tokens. So if you have lots of tokens, you are going... Oh, that one goes there. You can even put the skill as well if you need to. So you can have, you know, you can look, look at the token and go, right, that's a veteran battery. It is anti-tank 2 and it's 4 at firepower. Shall I tell you my idea for speeding up the game? Table flip? No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> six, six gun batteries get plus 1 to hit. Two gun batteries get minus 1 to hit. There you go. Oh, no I like that. The math is, like, is basically like the same. It, I like it a lot. It's basically the same. I like that a lot. And then minus one save for repeats. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah, sure. But I was just doing it straight off the hits. Yeah, yeah. The old minus one save. Yeah, for the hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no re-rolls. No that, re-rolls. That's, yep. Re-rolls oh. just slow things down. Phil, Phil, you can have that one for free, mate. Yeah. Stick that in. <laughs> Version five. Uh, Mark, Mike and I were talking about that. We actually did the maths on it. It's almost oh. identical in terms of the um oh, average, so much more elegant. So much well, more elegant. A lot of time, what used to be re-rolls in version three is now a slightly better stat. So yeah, yeah. The, like I say, the maths do check out. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I'm just thinking uh, the discussion we had about artillery and the fact that in version four it doesn't quite work. In that a re- a repeat bombardment is emphatically worse at digging out dug in people and actually if you don't get them in the first the first salvo then just raining more shells in on a dug in position doesn't work otherwise world war one wouldn't have been world war one uh you mean the actual <laughs> mechanic and justification behind why a repeat bombardment is better yeah yeah so it should like, be it oh, should be the other way around it should be the other way around <laughs> yeah. Which it always used to be it used to make perfect sense it's, you know once the artillery was in, it was really there for such you know, for um, suppression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to dig people out. Um. So yeah, Team Yankee. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think it would be nice to have so aligning the rules, the core rules. Yes, but don't lose the special bits that make Nam. I think just just have mortars on table, and then everything else is off. For tokens, yeah. I don't and think let, it's worth well, them. So, I think the trick there is there should be a mission for people to play, like the firebase overrun type stuff. Mm-hmm. So, 
because there are times when yes yeah then these units are normally way behind the back lines but they're not always because you are overrunning a firebase where these guns are present and that's when you get the direct fire action intense stuff going on yeah like doing so, lab, but... yeah so if you have a mission that helps that yeah that's always useful yeah but what what you wouldn't have necessarily is you know 25 pounders on one side of the board 10.5 centimeters on the other side of the board shooting at each other I don't. Th- I don't think there's a need for that in Team Yankee. No, I know. I know there was a lot of consternation about you know not being included at the start, and I, I just don't know what it adds. Yeah, I, th- I, mean, I think that you is should the have thing. some. There should be some mechanic where you can say, "I'm going to buy some off-table." I mean, and then the argument is, uh, "I can't do anything about them. They're off-table." Mm, all right, but you, you can't. Which way you need to have rules of counter counter battery and. Yeah, so you go artillery airstrikes to take out artillery. Yeah. Well, no, you just take out the observers. But everyone's observing Team Yankee. Yes. Exactly. Kill everyone. Nukes. <laughs> <laughs> but there are ways you could get around you could get around it. You could have a mechanic for pinning stuff because it's all tow guns. And that's really what to be honest, that's really what matters. Is yeah. is being pinned. It's being pinned, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if you, you can kill them, but uh eh. Like it's just it's just more like they're pinned, right? Counter battery fires pinned them, or there should be a pinned or, or and or a relocate role. So instead yeah. of killing them, you're forcing them to relocate, and that means you can't have a support for a turn. There you go. Oh, there you go. Phil. That oh my gosh! Can you imagine if you had right? I've got six guns of artillery. I've got yeah. eight hits. They don't kill you, but you now must break yeah. off from the center of the template. Yeah. Oh, you just know you just have to redeploy. They're off table, so uh, you can't Obviously, find shooting next turn. artillery unit. Uh, artillery units on the board. No, I was just thinking off-table artillery. It's just another way you can say because you're denying them a turn of shooting. Yeah, as well as being pinned, so they can't. So you essentially take them out for two turns or something like that. And okay, and it means you can include them. It's, then. it's disrupting. Yeah, yeah, because you don't uh, keeping track of kills. Is just gonna be, you know, Witness. it's just another load of bureaucracy and admin that you just don't need. Yeah. But I, I don't, yeah, I think tow guns in principle, like the things they, what the VDV got, the little AA guns and stuff, they'd be cool. Well, they're only, all they really have are their mortar teams. Yeah, but they have those little BMDs with the 23, twin 23s on, don't they, and stuff. Yeah, that's not, they, they don't dismount, they're just part, they're basically just self-piled artillery at that point. Yeah. Well, there's certain, on top. And there's certain forces that affects more than others, like the Iranians had quite a few tow guns, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It'd be, it, you know, it'd be also good to see. Like, maybe you could tie that into your stance. If you take tow guns, you have to, to have to defend. Or that, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, because they're not going to be there. Like, why have you got towed guns if you're attacking? Depends what it's the one. Yeah, it's just a, there's certain things you can't do if you don't have. Um, Man pack or tow guns, like you couldn't do British powers without having a dismounted eight, eight, no, eight one millimeter and you know, light field guns as our theory. Mm. So, well, it's any, think, it's any light troops, isn't it? You can't do marines, correct? Yeah, and there's stuff that's missing, like in Soviets, the Soviets get no, no mortars because they weren't self propelled, mm. they did exist, they had mortars. They yeah. had mortars. Well, and they were in, at that cut level as well, weren't they? Exactly. Yeah, I think it's probably time to move on. Review 
no, no, not move on. I think it's a good point for the way that the Team Yankee miniature range is now being fairly succinct. We've got a couple of interesting releases coming out with some extra outlier tanks in there. But it's one of the, I mean, that's that's one of the nice things about the way they've done it with the unit cards is you can add in extra units yeah. over time. And to be fair, from from the from the pre-orders that are coming up for Nordic Forces, we know they are dismounted mortars coming in. in yes. What? Yeah, um, well, I can't remember who has them, but certainly there are mortar teams. Is, it, is it the Finns? In the pre-orders. Might be Finns, yeah. That's pretty cool. So, precedence, precedence, precedence. There we go. They might be on their way. Ooh, that'd be fun. Nice little release. Buy the models, get the, get the card, in you go. Um, Chris Jensen asks, uh, it's a two-part question. Oh, going for a twofer. Uh, question one, what rule change do you like the most from version three to version four? Uh, for, I'm going to go first. The fact the rule book doesn't have 101 irrelevant things in it. It doesn't have the rules for armored trains in the main rulebook taking up space in every time you try to look for rules. It's a small change, but it's quite a big one. They took all of the extra stuff out and gave you the core rules of the game and then put any extra special rules back in to the actual units. Yep. Although okay. I do miss armored trains. I don't. Yeah, but choo choo, Thomas. Nope. Those games are crap. I've they said were it. pretty bad. They were. They were pre- I, you know, I, I'll, I will. I will concede. They were terrible, and they, they never really worked. Time. They no. never really worked, and it was a complete waste of time at a tournament. Oh, uh, I hate the yeah. TO because you constantly tore the tables up, putting down play train tracks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah. What I think Boys. I like from V3 V4 is there a um, change in line of sight rule. Hit allocations, sorry. Oh, hit allocations. Really? That's such a good one. Yeah, that's it so would, good. Would just be such a cumbersome series? Like almost, it was like a flow chart you'd go through. How, how you allocate hits? It was because it was the defend the the receiver of the hit mm-hmm. allocated the shots, but they had to follow a checklist that yeah. would mean that they would have to allocate them to the attacker's intentions. Yeah. So the attacker's they just, advantage. Yeah. Yeah, so like anti-tank shots had to go in anti-tanks. Shots within 16 before shots about 16. Um, and all this stuff. And it, it all got around it by just going, yeah, the guy who's shooting the unit puts the hits down where he wants. And yeah, then you get and- a chance to mistaken target if you're outside the mistaken target things. That's really good. That's a good shout, mate. I've I've forgotten intentionally so much of version 3. Yeah. Because it just, blot just it got out. in the it, yeah, blot it out because it got in the way. It gets in the way of version four. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I think my favorite thing was the orders. I didn't like them at first, um, but they make Ooh. things like infantry uh, infinitely quicker. That was yeah. the problem with taking infantry in version three is that you couldn't double because you just you die to death. Yeah, you, 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 well, you couldn't be shot. If you let someone shoot you and you're moving at the double, you might as well just take the that, figures off. That is another good change is from three to four is the fact that doubling or moving at dash speed no it's longer doubles your hit. It's not lethal because it used to be if you moved at the double, you got the big movement bubble. But if you got hit, every hit you received was doubled. Yeah. It was, you know, so you, you, one lot of machine gun fire would just massacre you. Yeah. I, mean, I remember um, when I was trying to teach Matt from um, Dyson Flames of War, 
Yeah. He doubled um, airborne platoon in front of, and I ambushed a bunch of machine guns out. Yep. Uh, I got a, like a massive handful of hits and saved every single one. <laughs> Not a single failure of, failure of a save. It was, at, you know, it's like the statistics alone on it was crazy, but yeah. it's just like, I was trying to teach you an important lesson there, but yeah, it's no God point. damn dice. I'm trying to teach you a lesson here. <laughs> yeah. I think the other thing is that, that I would, look at is just is the re-rolling right i think most modern game design now has moved away from re-rolling dice because mm-hmm. just slow stuff down it's pointless so i think like, to be fair flames is largely done though it's same oh with, yeah the, i the mean that's now yeah it's just weird it's still a few it's still a few it's like formation uh, commander. Yeah. Don't, don't give them a re-roll give them a plus one to rally that kind of yeah. stuff so that's, the, that's all the, that's required the second part is what rule change do you like the least from version three to version four it's a good question. Oh, I, I, I know my answer to this one. Go on then. It's a um, it's burst shoot through station infantry. Burst Ooh. shoot right now, and there's what I'm going to say one specific thing, which is in defensive fire, because it used to be a the case you could flank an enemy so he couldn't shoot for each other, and that obviously cut down your defensive fire. Yeah, but a, a traditional find, fix, flank, fight kind of maneuver. There's no point doing it in version four. Can only shoot for each other, so you're gonna get the same amount of fire no matter what you do. That's true. Yeah, trying to set up the assault is no longer as much of a thing as it was. Uh, I think for me, it's the absence of uh, Ricky being able to move gone to ground. Yeah, that was oh, so good one. Yeah, because it just gave them something to do, and it's what yep. they should be doing. Not not shooting at stuff and not rampaging around the battlefield. They should ooh, be oh oh. Which links, sorry, that links to yep. my version one, which I do like the spearhead, the the moving of units going forward. Yeah, that's cool. And it that's does cool. reflect Recky doing its thing of like, you know, what's yeah. working up. But, the then, but then being able to, then lifting underground would be amazing. Combining those two, well, yeah, that it would be really powerful. Well, it also, it, mean, it means that I think the Recky then does its job and then can afford to almost sit back. Yeah. Because it's still or, doing something or, useful. I think the problem is that you, yeah. if you after you spearheaded, what do you do with your recce? You you charge in and win the game by pushing yeah. people off the objective. Yeah, um, which, which is not, really... not what you want. But what you want to do is <laughs> then have them using eyes and ears to lift onto ground. That exactly. would be great and 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 enabling things. Um, I lament the loss of um, aircraft guns having a template. <laughs> yeah. Because I will never forget the time against Chris. Uh, I got a HS129 with the cannon on eight Shermans stuck at a crossroads. Oh, I murdered and, them. And murdered all of them. I think I murdered seven Shermans in a one round oh, of wow. air sport because he crammed them all together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is exactly what would have happened. He would have just, the, the, the duck pilot would have gone, that's um, that's tasty. Uh, yep. And floating. Spray. Yep. And just. Oh, look, they've got 50 cows. How cute. Actually, here's a contentious question. So were the aircraft rules for summoning aircraft, and I use the word summoning as, as it's fully intended, yeah. <laughs> I, I cast summon aircraft. Yeah. Um, was, was it better in version 3, or is it better in version 4 now? Version 4. Do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think I kind of lean that way. Cause the whole pool... Reducing pool thing was kind of cool, but it was cool. But it because I use aircraft quite a bit in tournaments. Yeah. It was, and you had to think of your own way of managing it separate 
Mm-hmm. Because you had to be like, well, this dice represents the number of dice left in my pool. I'm going to roll X amount to see how many fives and sixes I get, and then I'm going to roll the dice to see if I get yeah. how many aircraft. No, no, forget forget the how many aircraft thing. I mean, literally just turning out. It felt like they turned no, up no. a lot more in version three. <sighs> yes, but then they didn't. It was a bit weird because it was like they did at the beginning of the game, and then they didn't by the end. Which are kind of like, oh, okay, yep. Because you reduce every time you rolled the dice, you reduce, reduce the pool, the by, pool one. by one. Yep. And then until you're only just following one dice and they're carrying on a fives and sixes. I do miss being to intercept the enemy as well. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, because there were certain lists that you couldn't buy aircraft in, but uh, they could yeah, buy the interceptors, B, right? The, only the, B, yeah. the BEF uh, British British Expeditionary Force in the early war could buy intercepting hurricanes. Yeah. Which I don't think... I think I only ever once managed to get. But there's a command card for that, Eddie. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same. I had the model and everything. It was awesome. I've got a love-hate relationship with uh, command cards as well. Have you really, Doug? I'm not noticed. I'm actually going to video myself <laughs> shredding a, a copy of Lucky now as well. So there's there's, there's a Patreon exclusive. The, the Lucky unboxing. Yeah. I want to get. I, I would actually. I might try and find a tree surgeon because I'd love to put it through a wood chipper rather than a shredder. <laughs> to see it get blown out 40 feet out the back of it as well <laughs> I've just read the rest of Chris's question right is it extensive well I I, 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 I may be missing something here so for example so this is Chris's examples the one that I like the least is rolling for morale and units to start as two models and as soon as you lose one you have to roll for morale in version 4 if I remember correctly, wasn't the rule in version three? If the unit was below fifty percent, then you roll for morale. It was, <laughs> but what you've just said is below fifty exactly percent, Chris. Yeah. Oh no, it's not. It's exactly fifty percent. Oh, well, I think the, the big, big distinction was you only ever rolled it once in version three. Well, they rolled it every turn. Return. Ah, that's true. I blacked that out. Yeah, mm. which is not what you're saying, but that is probably what he means. Yes. No, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I was playing in a tournament a couple of months ago with the German Berlin Heavy Tiger Tank Training Company. Oh, no. I had a platoon of two King Tigers. You know what's coming. And one was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Next turn, I had to roll for morale and failed. The other had to leave the table. Oh, Which I love it. Up with the happening in version three as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you'd have to roll every turn until yeah. it leaves. I do love it when um, you lose a platoon because one tank is bailed out. Oh, do you know what I love? What's that? When you lose your twenty-nine point mid-war tiger because it's bailed out and fails yeah. to remount with the reroll, and then runs that's, off. That's 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 just great. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's historically accurate because that's how Tiger One Three One got captured. Well, exactly. But, this has broken down. Oh yes. What about um? What about bogging? Do you miss bogging? I do not. I hated. I hated unbogging with passion. Yeah. However, I do miss um, recovery vehicles. I yeah. think. Uh, a single point, one point recovery vehicle that automatically gives a cross here check to anything within three inches would be amazing. And you'll give you a butt ton of models that come back in the range that are really cool. Do them direct. I don't care. We'll figure out the postage later. Please, Battlefront. You've yep. got the sculpts. Bordeaux Shermans. Ah, oh, Bordeaux Shermans. Uh, Chris, Chris has bulldozed a shaman on the table just for a photo shot. And oh my god, it's just so cool! And they work at some rules to bring it back. These things, uh, bulldozer Sherman uh, gives card. you plus one to your say. Oh, the bulldozer for the Sherman, but he had a bulldozer, bulldozer, the D seven. Yeah. 
Um, I think that would give you, what, plus one to your skill check for infantry um, entering a minefield. Well, you could just run it as its own armoured team, that, like like a bog ward, and it just, its job is clearing minefields. That's true. Shoot it and yeah. blow it up if you want, but you're yeah. wasting an 88 <laughs> shot on a bulldozer. <laughs> on an armoured armored bulldozer. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's some stuff I do miss, like the Pioneer teams. I like the the, the old version three Pioneer teams where you either you got a Pioneer supply truck that helps you dig in, or you can yep. get rid of that and just drop down barbed wire. Yep. And just be like, yep, I'm deploying. Here's some barbed wire. This is my deployment zone. There's barbed wire here now. This is this is how this game's going to go down. But I understand that then that becomes was open to abuse, and then you had the flip side where you could have just obscene amounts of barbed wire, and it became a Sitzkrieg flames yeah. of a dumb well, the, 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 the problem jewel. with it as well was that if you didn't have the right tools to counter that you couldn't actually cross yeah, it yeah but I like that in an open tournament well, in an open tournament you have to bring a bit of everything wow if you don't in an open tournament if you don't bring something to do a bit of everything and you get hit by a lopsided list you get hit by a lopsided list because you've got a lopsided list. Yeah, but it does feel like gotcha, doesn't well, it? it? To yes. a certain extent, but I, I get what Eddie's saying. It's like, but that's only because you know you've got a list that goes. So why gotcha. not count? Yeah. No, I could take an all infantry list and then go. Oh no, am I going to cross this wire? No, because infantry are the thing that removes wire. Only if they can cross it in the first instance and then survive being shot at while sitting in it. Yeah, or is that my? But yeah, that's, that's my field. that that that's. Infantry could remove wire. It just yes. took them a turn to do it. Wheeled vehicles could not. Oh, yeah. It's so when you took, when you mm. took, oh my God, one of the first times I met Hammy, which was at UK Games Expo years ago, I had mid war Forschmeger pioneers with two pioneer supply trucks because I wouldn't allow my gliders because it's mid war. Um, and I, it was playing a lengthways mission and I could have against an all wheeled recce company just put my barbed wire sections down and cut the entire board off and gone, well, I win. <laughs> uh, which is what I should have done. Uh, but fortunately, I left a gap to be, quote, I oh, know he had a tiger, which I slotted. <coughs> I killed his one tiger, um, which then meant he had no tracked vehicles to go across, or infantry, to cross the uh, barbed wire with. So I would have also won the game. Oh, <laughs> But I didn't in the end. I, was, I left a gap, and then it was nice, and we played on, and eventually. And what happened? I lost, didn't I? And what? Lost, and, what, and, what, and, what and what have you learned from this? Etc. <laughs> uh, Etc. Et Never more. Yeah. So, well, that was interesting. That was good. No, I mean, it's version five. Shroom Wilkins. That's what I missed from version three. <laughs> <laughs> version Not five the brand. So. Yeah. It's going to be quite cool, depending on what they do with it. Do you think there's going to be a version five anytime soon? Mm. I, I can't see I it. I can't myself. see it. No. I mean, it'll, uh, at some at some point they must do. My version five Why? comes out before Checkpoint Charlie. I riot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I riot. Me and you too. Yeah. So it was quite interesting because I was listening to a, a 40k podcast and they were talking about the fact that it's a three year cycle for the rules, which is crazy. Which is mad. I mean, that is just like, what the heck? Because, you know, the last guys who get a codex only have it for three months and the next edition's coming out. <laughs> Unlucky. Unlucky, Unlucky old Fresher. Yep. Um, 
so but then at the same time you want to have new releases to drive you know sales but the, do, the, do, do rules drive rules. yeah do rules drives well change? i think they, they do, do. I mean, they do. They totally do because it gives us a new a new rule set. Means that you then go back, rehash the army list, rehash the special rules, rehash the units that you're including because they now work differently in the mechanics, and you've got a new way of introducing certain units that are now more powerful or less powerful than they were before, and that drives us to talk about them and to make new models because all of a sudden, oh, I've got right. the option to do this. And you know, just it, introduce it's, living it's, points. We're playing. A, we're also playing the historical war game. How, how much? How much the list changing? My, my comet list is still my comet list. No, correct. But your comet list with, you know, specific infantry bits and pieces. But so here's the thing: it's not about necessarily the comet lists because you've already got those. What it's about is your second or third choices, which now become a new passion for you to get excited about. Just and change you the point. Necessarily, but I. Yeah, I don't, need, I don't need a new rule set to do that. I, that's just me eventually getting painting what I've got and moving on to the next project. I don't think so. I, I, I mean, don't forget you. You know, you are a, a law unto yourself, Lee. So I, I think Living Points does that. If you if you want to spice up like what's what's taken and what's it not, just does like a mid war to an extent. I would agree. Um, Unless you're going to change the core mechanics, which they have not done for. Well, forever. They've never done that. What's going to change? Well, they kind of have. Yeah, I mean, Fall for, of Free did shake up quite a few things compared to how it used to be done. Yeah, but it's still, you still got a but hit the actual, value. The actual and... core, core core is still yeah. the same, yes. Yeah, it's still, it's, it is still Flames of War, but things have slightly changed. But it doesn't, that's the thing, a new edition doesn't have to be a completely different game. It can just be some tweaks and changes. Well, I don't think the internet agrees, Eddie. I, you know, I mean, that's look going back to forty k. That's what the difference between eighth and ninth edition was. Ninth edition was essentially eight point five, so all the stuff from eighth worked in ninth. They just refreshed it and updated it. Yeah, eight, so, eight was the big shakeup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, for Flames of War point of view, it's kind of like the difference between Two and your. Three. No, I was going to say the difference. I can see the next quote unquote edition of Flames of War being that amalgamation and streamlining of certain outlying points and, and slightly better wording that incorporates all the clarifications from lessons from the front that exist because the version four rulebook does have some holes in it, especially in the salt phase. That lessons from the front, take that, stick that in there, make it version five, go back through and update the army books in the same way that you had the jump from um, the very first Desert Rats book and then the next edition, which was, I can't remember what the British book's called, Iron Fist? What, in this edition, Armored Fist, yeah. Armored Fist. I can see it kind of evolution in that you take the same core, you add in a couple of extra bits, you refine it a little bit, you add in one or two units that, you know, are exciting in the new rule suite, like the recce units or whatever. And then that is now version, you know, quote unquote version five with an extra couple of units 
that may or may not, you know, necessarily be already existing. Because it's really weird. Wargaming, in my experience, and this is obviously only my experience, is the one thing where people almost need permission to play with their toys. Yeah, I know. We talk, We have uh, talked about that. Yeah, like the apocalypse um, syndrome. Exactly. Like when you exactly. do big games, because you don't have permission to do big games. It's like, yeah. or, or, or what we don't have to, we can play whatever we want. We don't need to worry about points on a board. You just put models down and play a game. Yes, yes, you can. Welcome to the world of you know, Games Workshop and playing whatever you want with your toy soldiers. So that's that's where I think it may go. Um, and the other thing is, it's in, in, in the industry experience, it's always the reprint that kills you. So having stock, like your rule books, constantly being printed with the old edition, you never know when it's going to drop off and that will stop selling. And then you've lost all of the money that you made on the first three prints because you've paid for a fourth reprint and it's not it's been lost. So by adjusting it and changing it and going forward, that limited print run excitement hype train it does work can we can we all just agree on one thing on the no no well yeah obviously but please stop calling things frequently asked questions when they're not frequently asked if you want to if you want to clarify something just say i want to clarify it not frequent outlying outlying qualification yeah just like this is a frequently asked question by no one yeah by no one ever these are FAQs and these are OQs. Yeah. We had this Honestly. one guy and it came up and it's kind of important. We left a little bit of a hole and here's what you, you shouldn't. Yeah. Yes, you could put your models on top of Rex. Just yeah, one mouth breather. Come up with this thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, do you know what I'm going to put enough wrecked models on the board that you can't physically breathe. Well, could, actually, I'll tell you what, that, that would be something great actually as a qualification is the size of a wreck marker. And just making it a standard size. And then now it's just... the size of the model's hull. No, please don't do that. World. Yeah, but also, I'm not being funny. If it's a wreck, things blow up. They might be bigger or smaller. That's how explosions work. Um, <laughs> no, don't. I no, don't, I think you'll find that it's exactly the same size as a no, one to one hundred scale hull. But how much better would that be? Is if you could just replace your model that's dead with a marker that just said wreck. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't. Why? Because the smoking holes of my destroyed tanks are no, 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 no. You, keep, you can keep them on. It's just if if they get in the way, you can put something down that says, "This is the size of a wreck marker." I can now drive over said wreck marker. Yeah. Or drive around. To my mind, wrecks wrecks should be block a blocking thing anyway. Well, so. they should. I, yeah, yeah. I, I that, that to me, that's what you go. You go right. The wreck's there. It's there. It's in the way. You can't yeah, drive through it. You can't move through it. don't impede movement. It's just like... I can see why they've done it from a balancing point of view. Oh, no, because so of the whole... It's because eventually you'd run out of space to actually move. You could not ah, move through yes. them. Yeah, yeah. Well, if there's some sort of armour recovery vehicle... I could push there we away. go. See, Lee, same same, same, uh, same level armor there, mate. bulldozer, you know, all those oh. kind of things. Oh, admin. Hmm. No, it's not admin. It is it's, admin. It's that one point extra model that you're going to bring in, in version 5, I'm telling you. Yeah, but the, you know, you know, and as well as I do, you'd have to drive up to it. You'd then have to hook it up. Then the next time no, you might be able no, to drag like it away. You just drive it through. Clues in the name, bulldoze. <laughs> <laughs> right.
Um, well, that is the end of our... Of the fight phase. Yeah. Of the fight phase. <laughs> Moving now to total humiliation. Yeah. <laughs> events. Now it's dance-off. Yeah. Um, events. Uh, the 10th and 11th of June, which was this weekend, because it is the 11th of June, uh, was conflict at Bethlehem Dolby Cemetery. And I think Sid, uh, my former Team England co-host, I think he won from oh, really? together. Oh, well, Apparently, good. someone said, well, con- congratulations, Sid, was in the, the group, which, oh. to me, suggests he may Sid. have only, like, yeah, he might have, like, you know, won maybe one game a, out of five. Maybe he's had a baby. I mean, you know, who knows? You never know, Team England. Exactly. Like, congratulations, <laughs> Sid. It's a girl. Yep. But, uh, no, good, good chat. I wonder what he's uh, got. I wonder what he's taken. Uh, it was Soviets, apparently. My God, he won a tournament with Soviets. Well, mid-war, mid-war Soviets. Oh, mid-war. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid-war. K- KB-5, KB-5. In, yeah. It was a lack of allied armies, so he uses Tanker V in all games. Um, so I think I think he won. What, so KB-5s? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, if they were KB-5s, I'm sorry. I just I think I've just found a small peanut under my desk that's also won a tournament with KB-5s. Uh, not that you're bitter at yeah. all. They're, um, just, they're just stupid. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So, 15th and 16th of July is Attack at Devices, which is mid-war, 101 points, um, which is the trade show down in wherever it is, the southwest. Uh, yeah. Devices. I'm trying to think of which county that is. And it's failing. Wiltshire, isn't it? Devices. Probably get attacked for saying that. Um... The 22nd of July is the Bucks Open Summer 2023, Flames of War, Late War. Oh, sorry, Attack was a mid-war 101 points again. Ooh, um, 101. For the etc. Well, the, the reason behind the 101 points is it gives the defender one more minefield to try and help defenders in defend games. Yep. How's that working Flames. out for them? Uh, pretty badly. Yep. Um, Congratulations. Steamrolled. Yep. I mean, here's the thing about minefields, kids. Uh, you can just drive KVs through them. Yeah. Apparently, you can just ignore them because apparently infantry bases are completely amorphous. Well, is that is, I yeah, I saw I, I saw that in the peripheries. No, that, that was that's that's a crock of doodah. Yeah, I, I agree. I I I think the people. Yeah, I, I was getting. I I didn't respond because I just knew I was going to get into an argument. I didn't. I didn't I, I, but is that because? Sorry, just to qualify that, was that because there was a gap between the two minefields? Yeah. Because the people. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> The, the situation one. was they're using the old CD to show the minefield trick. Okay, yeah. that's which isn't in the rules. It's just something people do because it shows it visually. Yeah, because it actually works. And because yeah. there's a gap then between them, they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people are then saying, "Oh, it's like gap through terrain. My infantry can just pass through it." The thing is, if you actually read the rules, it says if you pass within X inches yeah. of the mine token, like that little circular dim, no token that goes in the center. That's what set the mines off. You can't avoid it by changing your base size. And the person will say, "Oh, that makes mines harder because it, because that means that, you know, effectively mines mines can be bigger because the gaps." Goes, well, yes, because you don't know you're strolled into an unmarked minefield until the first guy spreads himself into a wide area. Exactly, exactly. throws himself two hundred feet in the air and screams, <laughs> <Yeah>. "Ah!" <laughs> so uh, it's just yeah. So I, I I'd be 
I'd like to see someone just clarifying that the whole oh, infantry, the infantry movement gaps is very much that. a terrain thing. It does not do anything versus minefields. That's very interesting. Hmm. The CD the things, it's for simplicity, if you like. But yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. In terms of the actual hard rules. It's the token. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not contracting. So actually, it's a base width plus two inches. Which is plus. one of the things, at first, I was like, oh, that's, a, a you know, considering the old eight inch by two inch blobs of terrain minefields we had, which did look really cool, but then also did actually limit their placement. And the tokens don't limit placement. No. So you can put one in between this little street between these two houses. Bosh, it's down. Um, much easier. Yeah, once I heard that, you know, reasoning behind it. I was like, that's actually pretty clever. I quite like that. Yeah, okay, maybe it shouldn't be circular, but oh well. It's a I trade-off. Will, I will suspend disbelief for this. Yeah. Well, it's like to say you can't put minefields and barbed wire in a big circle mm-hmm. if you're a Also, lunatic. Eddie, this is going to sound controversial, but the tiny little toy soldier men. I think it's alright. Duncan? Yeah. Do we play with war dollies? War dollies? Exactly. Oh no! I'm a grown grown man playing war dollies. Are you a grown man playing war dollies? Yeah, but the but that's okay as long as you make machine gun noises, right? Yeah, and pew, pew, pew. sure, cool. Also, I don't mind circular minefields. It's circular barbed wire. But, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, you put that, barbed wire that, in a big circle. Did, that, that make that make that make that makes me um, twitch. All it is, me. Lee, is the guy they've got to put it out. He's got one leg longer than the other. <laughs> he just walks in a circle and goes, "Oh, I made a circle again." Would it not have made more sense for the minefields just uh, so the barbed wire doesn't not say here's two tokens and the barbed wire stretches between the two? I mean, yeah, that would have been a lot nicer, but then, you know. Did you know that if you type <sighs> a mean, message on wire only, Eddie? Barbed wire also only comes up with D-Day games, right? It's the only no, thing that has the... It's the only thing existing, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the I only might... thing... It might exist in some of the other set um, piece, like the, like the river crossings, because like, some of the river crossings are fortifications in Denny as well. Yeah, but it's only those kind of missions we have a set piece mission that appears in. Well, colour me surprised. <laughs> oh, there's two more, two more. I thought that's just the same one. Um, so that was the Bucks. No, 22nd of July, Bucks Open, summer 2023, Flames of War, Late War, 111 points at Tabletop Republic in High Wycombe. Check out tabletoprepublic.com for tickets. Yeah, I think Martin's going to that, you know. Nice. I've got, breaking news, Utah Wargaming, the Salt Lake Utah Wargaming. Open. Utah Wargaming. Uh, oh, God, it's black. It's blue text. I can't see. Where's the date? $30. I hope someone doesn't uh, crop that soundbite there. Well, we're Utah Saints. Utah no, I was Saints. just thinking the more that oh god, it's black. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I was just gonna yeah. Rick roll myself. Yeah. Um, I can't see any more dates on this because oh. it's yeah. Anyway, there's there's something in Utah where if you don't buy the tickets by four p.m. Get Carl Scott person. Make sure find out the does, does a website and tell them to do a better job of it. UtahWarGaming.com, Salt Lake Open 2023 doesn't have a date of when the actual tournament is that I can see I on this thing. So I'm going to blame whoever made the website for the lack of. I'm going to say it's the 23rd of August. You just make it make yep. it up. Until I get correct me, I'm doing the Boris Johnson thing. Until someone can prove that I'm wrong with facts, and even then, 
I may or may not uh, admit defeat. Right. By going back into the website, going to the events page, going to the Flames of War, and scrolling through the months, I can now tell you that August the 19th uh-huh. See? I was is close. the Real Salt Lake off. Open 2023 Flames of War tournament. But that's only because you said that Carl Stockperson sent it, and that's a favour to a patron. If there's anyone else, I'd have been... Yeah. I don't know. Um, if there any, is... Anyone else, it would have been the 23rd of August. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Instead of the week, the week afterwards. Mm. Um, so that was August. The 4th, 5th, and 6th of August is the etc. tournament um, in uh, Brussels, as it should now be known. Yeah, Brussels, Argentina, Mark Goddard. Yep. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the 23rd, 24th is September, Flames of War UK Nationals at Battlefront, which is Maybe Ooh. mid-war, but might be late war if the ticket uptake doesn't go better, because at the moment it's looking a little thin on the ground. Battle but it is Battlefield. Battlefield. Oh, Battlefield. With the hamster. When is it? Um, the 23rd and 24th of September. Hmm. Although I've just noticed in my notes, it actually says the 23rd and the 34th of September. <laughs> good notes you get what you pay for um the 11th and 12th of november is warfare reading at farnborough is it is it really eddie because i I haven't seen any evidence we're doing dude i this is actual breaking news and they put a post up on their facebook group um saying about all new tournaments are coming out and new releases six months to go until warfare and I will read you my post. I said, Flames of War? Question mark. Did someone say Flames of War? Question mark. What about Flames of War? Question mark. Yeah, to which the, the reply was, Flames of War is coming. It will defo be on. The pack is just being finalised. So it is actually happening. Because it made me think of Coxer, because it made me laugh, because there's no one to run the AOS uh, tournament at the moment. They, well, I mean, this is the, the, the down, the DL. Oh. Um. So there was quite a big Lord of the Rings tournament last year. Yep. And it was very big and looked very successful. Um, and there isn't anyone to run one this year because apparently, apparently, throwing some shade, unsolicited shade, and I do apologise if this upsets anyone, but it's the way I heard it. Um, they The, the organisers made it quite difficult to run a tournament. Ooh. So because they made it quite difficult, I think there was some disagreement about ticket prices and once money gets involved, it all gets a bit weird. Um, so Ooh. the non-club members who were running it went, well, okay, we won't do it this year. And then no one else stepped up. Which is why we were getting nervous about the Flames of War one, because it mm. was supposed to be tickets released in May. Well, isn't it, um, isn't it James? Was supposed to be it running. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there was no news. Mm. Apart from the news that it is definitely running, and the pack will be out soon, and we know what it is, and then we can start making our minutes and get really excited, and then I won't paint them. And then the night before, I'll be sticking tufts onto the tops of Tiger Tanks, going, that's camouflage. All right, uh, 50, 50p says it's Ian. Well, he does it. Yeah. Nah, it'll be James. Ian's done. He's, he, he deserves a rest. He'll be no. playing. It'll, no, he'll, it'll be, he'll be like, on be, the tables. It'll be like Rocky. It'll be like one more fight. One ooh, more. Just ooh, one ooh, more tournament. Yeah. Ooh. Cassandra. Yeah. Cassandra. I can't take no for an answer. What's her name? I don't know, but Cassandra was in Only Fools and Horses. Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> There's a crossover with all weeks. I don't know. Rocky, you just take no for an answer. It's a bit weird, mate. She asks you to leave several cl- times quite clearly and you force your way into her apartment. Just say... It's getting a bit rakey. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. I was watching like, it. I was like, this is quite 
uncomfortable to watch. Oh, Pink Pikmin like, Ghostbusters is, is a lot less savory once you uh yeah. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um the Iberian tournament, Flames of War, is the second and third of December. Um, which is in the Marquise de Lima, Madrid. It's a hundred point late world version four. Nice. Um, that is a very cool they've got a target tank on their poster, which they've made look really old and cool, which I'm very excited about. Um, and then the Icelandic Nationals 2024, Operation Polar Bear 7 in Reykjavik, February 17th, 2024. Oh, that's tempting. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like the idea of it. We should definitely do all three of us go over. We can do it. Um, we just need more Patreon support. So if you want to see us get completely annihilated in Iceland. And play some Flames of War. Yeah. And play some Flames of War. Yeah. Um, then become a patron support. No, we will. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll go to the Penis Museum. We can get all that kind of thing. Which one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's glorious. <laughs> I want to know why. We'll I go want... to the Clearest Museum, but we can't find it. And um... <laughs> I, I, I want to know my height in Blue Whale, Willie. <laughs> is it in yet? Um, <laughs> that is the events. Is it? I just wonder what's else in No, in, that's in... it. Yeah. No, so you, you sent two through on the group. I, I know so... what Lee's talking about. I think Eddie's oh. forgotten. I have yeah. forgotten. Well, I so wasn't we, there because uh, <laughs> yeah, Duncan wasn't there. So Duncan Duncan's has got has got less. Um, yeah, Duncan remembers me, who was in the conversation, wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he's already <laughs> going to bed. <laughs> so we hadn't done something this year. It's sort of because obviously we've about to hit our one hundred episode, and sometime in the next couple of months. Um, but we we're saying about doing some sort of get together and the obvious thing was well we're doing the barn splash every year and mike said we, we, we we'll hire out cherry hall we'll get we'll do we'll get all the table set up and we'll do something there so we're gonna pin it down but basically probably the, the weekend closest to d-day um, next year obviously. next year in 2024 we're gonna hire at the hall and we're gonna invite all the patrons plus the local plus the usual barn denizens to the actual um like say a big War gaming extravaganza. We we'll have them. Um, Mike says he's going to do an extra length of beach, so effectively we'll have. Um, I think it's a twenty foot beach. Yeah, That's and we'll then so have good. other tables set up for doing like the ham and jam, Pegasus Bridge. Um, we might have Nathan's Gary's little twenty eight millimeter game set up if you want to give that a try. We we'll also have the um, probably do like another like Bear Court Manor kind of thing where they were one hundred and first. So it's looking, I mean, obviously the weekend closest to D-Day would be the 8th or 9th of June, 2024. Yes. In... I'll confirm it on the next episode, or say I'll put up on the patrons what day, what the actual day is. I know Mike's booked the hall, but he, we said he booked it, but he didn't actually tell me what day he booked. So I can't, I can't remember what we said we were going to do. But um, I will confirm that for the next episode. And we'll also we'll keep mentioning events. Um, yeah. And we'll get some more details, but... Yeah, so we're, we want to just, we want to start saying this now, so everyone's got like a year, all our international patrons have got like a year to save up and work out. Okay. Um, Mike's going to make a, make a little info pack of like local B and Bs and hotels to stay in, in the local area, that kind of thing. Where to fly in, how to get out to um, Chaley. and um, yeah, interesting. It's all come about because we, we, we Soren's coming over for Mike's Italy game in the twentieth. So <laughs> is he really? People, yeah, yeah, he is. 
Um, also, we're trying to see if Chris uh, come, can come over from Germany as well. But he's, he's just looking into that. But I thought, well, if we give people enough warning... Even Duncan won't have an excuse. Yeah, we're trying to convince Duncan he has to... No, no, no. You'll have... Um... You'll have people. You'll have like Mike and uh, Darren and stuff coming over from like the other side of the pond, and they'll be like, "No, I can't be asked going twenty miles. <laughs> it's too much. Too much hassle. It's really hot, guys. I mean, yeah, it's on. really hot. I, I mean, psh. I mean, to be fair, it was really hot this weekend, but apparently, there um the hall does have some AC, um, which is a convincing argument. Yeah, but is that air conditioning or is that just they say they got AC because that could stand for anything? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like one very old-fashioned AC blower that probably. What, what is the armor up. class of a uh, town hall? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Thaco is that the Thaco of a town hall? Mm. Yeah, but yeah. So w- w- more details will come over the next few next um, few episodes. We'll think of a snazzy um, name as well. Well, big, we'll probably get with a big bomb splash, but just big bomb like, blowout. Not, the not mm. bomb bash because mm-hmm. it's not a barn anymore. It's a church. <laughs> Well, the question is, what we what we what we call this when Mike actually gets his new um, dedicated building built? We can't call it a barn anymore. It's like a you call it. Uh, what about a Chaley Bridge? Chaley Bridge. Oh, golly, yeah. Because <laughs> Mike loves a Bailey Bridge too. He does like a good Bailey Bridge. <laughs> Shall so we you... shoot and scoot then, gentlemen? Uh we should. Yes, he says. Are we going to shoot like a training, like a training um, tank training unit? Yeah, on a five plus. Totally. All right, here we go. It's a four. So no. Failed. Failed. Hold on. As I always. Know, I want to know. If, I need to remember now if they got Stormtrooper, because that'd be hilarious. I think they got Stormtrooper. I think they got Old Hands. So if the CO had been nearby with a person, oh. we would have arrived. What a shame. The Armored Trade Wreck of a podcast you've been listening to is Shoot and Scoop. Plays our podcast and the team at Breakthrough Assault and Code UK. Supported by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Nice of War, Frontline Terrain the fact that it's the 30th anniversary of the release of Jurassic Park. Do you know what? Do you know what, Eddie? Life finds a way. <laughs> I was too busy wondering if I could. I didn't stop to wonder if I should. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, it was. It was uncomfortable. I'll tell you that much. Oh, no, he's going for the second verse. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) He's still going. Yeah. Clever girl.